0: This is Football Nation. Todd DeVries and Bill Enright bring you the latest trends from the NFL. Headlines, stats, fantasy previews, and more. Right here on Football Nation. Hello, hello,
1: everybody, and welcome to Football Nation. Happy Halloween. It is week nine in the NFL. I'm Bill Enright. With me, as always, is Todd DeVries. Todd, what's going on, my man? Are you a Halloween type of guy?
2: I am. You I I like Halloween? I know. You hate it.
1: It's not... Yeah, I'm, it's not really one of my favorite holidays. You know, I'm 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 big on Christmas. I'm big on Thanksgiving, uh, but Halloween just it doesn't really do anything for me.
2: Well, it's more of a one night thing. You know, right. Thanksgiving is a long weekend and right. football. And I I'm, I hear you. I mean, if you had to rank them, it doesn't rank up there with those other big boys. But
1: some people like are obsessed. It. They love it more than any other holiday. Really? Yes. People are nuts for Halloween. The only reason why I, to truly. In my, you know, in my adult years, ever since I kind of went to college, from 18 till now, the only reason why I love Halloween is the slutty outfits that girls wear. <laughs> and that's really it. I don't like, I, first of all, I've never been a candy eater. My mom was a uh, operating room nurse, and any kind of candy that I got from trick-or-treating as a kid, I just gave it to her, and she brought it to the hospital and, you know, gave it to the, all the kids that couldn't. You know, go out trick or treating because they were in the hospital. But that didn't even bother me. Like I did it just not like to be a nice kid or anything. I never ate candy. <laughs> Is that weird?
2: Yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> You're a weirdo, man.
1: What? Well, what's your favorite candy? All, all kind of candy. You like chocolate? You like hard candy? You like? You everything. know
2: what I? Do? You know what I still do to this day? What? I literally will binge on a bag of candy corns, and. Until I feel, like, sick. And really? I do that about three times during the season, and then I'm just done with it. Like, I don't need it again for 11 and a half months.
1: I want to bring in our producer, Josh Deering, for this conversation, too. Josh, are you a, are you a big Halloween guy? Uh, not really. No, huh? Sorry, I got, what's that? Are you a big Halloween guy? No, not really. Uh, do you just not like the holiday? Do you don't like dressing up? you don't like horror movies? What is it? I hate dressing up. I hate the whole idea of dressing up. I hate going to costume parties. I hate the whole thing. Okay. See, I was at two costume parties this weekend. I didn't hate being there. I just didn't like, I don't know, I just Halloween's not my, uh, the decorations on people's lawns piss me off. You know, they put those stupid webs over all their bushes and then, you know, it's still there <laughs> in Christmas time because it's so impossible to take it off. Like everything about Halloween, I just don't really get excited for.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're, uh, you're the Scrooge of Halloween.
1: I am the Scrooge of Halloween.
2: Yes. Bill, yes. I
1: am right there with you. Alright. Two Scrooges. Good. good. Do you guys like
2: horror movies, at least?
1: Hate horror movies. What? Hate them. We're actually gonna... It's funny you mention that, because Patrick Imig from ColdHardFootballFacts.com is gonna join us a little bit later. He did a power rankings from all the horror movie villains
2: no it's not a power rankings it's what a is scouting it? report it's oh, all awesome. scouting
1: it's scouting report yeah, he, right
2: he takes michael myers freddy krueger all the all the top villains from horror movie history yeah and he gives you a scouting report like i'll give you a uh, a little like snippet okay yeah okay michael myers from halloween uh he, he gives like his biggest strength and his biggest weakness okay? okay and his weakness for example is lacks breakaway speed who's Love that it love it because Michael Myers just walks around.
1: Oh, Michael Myers. Okay. Okay.
2: You don't even you don't even know who these guys are. No,
1: well, I'm going to tell Pat later on when we have him on the show. Of all of these villains that he ranked, I believe he ranked, ranked 11 of them. Yeah. I've I've seen about 3 of these movies. <laughs> One of which is Counting Ghostbusters, <laughs> which is not really a horror movie anyway.
2: What is wrong with you? Josh? I,
1: I, Josh, you like horror movies? Not really. No, see i don't know what it is it just first of all i'm scared i'm scared of horror movies ever since i was a little kid that's not why i hate halloween i'm not scared of halloween but I, i'm scared of horror movies my girlfriend loves them i refuse to watch any of them not one i haven't watched any probably since the ring was the last horror movie i saw
2: see i love this i love this article by patrick
1: it's good michael
2: stuff. myers from halloween biggest strength endurance toughness can withstand punishment just keeps on plowing ahead. Biggest weakness: <laughs> lacks breakaway speed. Past family troubles could make him a locker room cancer. That's, that's great stuff. stuff. That's great
1: stuff. Yeah, so we're gonna have Patrick Immig on. I'm excited about that interview because he's a really creative guy and he knows a lot about football. So he's going to be our guest a little bit later in the show. You'll certainly want to. I'll
2: talk to Patrick uh, while you just stay quiet because you have yeah, no that, idea.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Did with you me. at
2: least see the picture just of a uh, Jessica, Jessica Biel? Yeah, it makes me want. She was in the the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and there's a nice picture of her, uh, as he says, sweating through her tank top. I mean, if
1: I knew Jessica Biel was in that movie, maybe I'd go see it. Yeah. But I just found that out now. I had no idea. So what kind of
2: movies do you you watch?
1: I love comedies. Love action movies.
2: Action movies and comedies. I mean, how about – we all love comedies, but how about like – holiday movies you just like hate all holiday movies like, no, so, like I the christmas movies love
1: christmas movies love them
2: Like the kids ones the adult ones what kind
1: i watch them all i watch those okay. anim those crazy animation rudolph and yeah. uh heat miser snow Miser, cold miser yeah, yeah. whatever yeah all that stuff i love it all that claymation kind of thing right get- gets me i love winter time i love the snow I love it all. I love everything they do about the holidays. Anything from Thanksgiving to about New Year's, I'm all in on. Push me all in. Yeah, okay. Halloween, though, not feeling it. Again, except for the fact that there's, you know, girls walking around in, in really revealing clothing. Actually, I saw a picture today. I don't know if I can tweet it out or retweet it. I saw a picture today. Arizona State University, some girl dressed up as her costume in her birthday suit completely naked walking around the Halloween party. There's about, like, 200 people there. This girl is butt-butt naked.
2: Have you been to Arizona State? No. I have. That is a uh, school I wish I would have attended. It's good times? <laughs> yeah. One of my friends from high school went there. Um, let's put it this way. I, I, I went to Penn State. I had a job interview there in right. the Phoenix area. So they flew me out for this job interview my senior year at Penn State. It's. I'm not kidding you. We had 36 inches of snow on the ground at, in State College, Pennsylvania. I fly to yeah. Arizona. It's 107 yeah. degrees. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but anyway, uh, the end of the, it was like a weekend long interview thing. Yeah. Bottom line is, my buddy. You know, I went out with my buddy at the end of these interviews, uh, and I missed my flight. My flight home. Oh God. <laughs> we were that much fun. It is a fun place to be. Uh, I did not get hired by that company because I had to wait. When I woke up, Bill, like I woke up at like noon on Sunday morning. Right. My flight was at like 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. I had to call the travel agent for the company that spent all oh, the money to fly God. me out there, and be like, "Yeah, I missed my flight by like That's four hours." That's <laughs> embarrassing. Nah, not embarrassing at all. If I got the job, Bill, I never would have. I wouldn't even be here today. That's right. I'd be out right. in Arizona, you know, doing, sweating, uh, doing something else That'd be a. Uh, Cardinals fan with my Carson Palmer jersey.
1: Anyway, girl was butt naked walking around a Halloween party. I thought that was a very creative costume idea. It takes a lot of uh, cojones to walk around naked, but hey, she had the body for it, so good for her. Uh, Todd, we have a lot to get to today, even though uh, we're having a little bit of a Halloween special. It is week nine in the NFL. And uh, we have the Dolphins and the Bengals playing on Thursday night football. Our favorite time of the week to rip on Thursday night football's matchup. Doesn't matter if the Broncos and the Patriots were playing, we'd still rip on the fact that games are being played on Thursday night.
2: Yeah. Uh, This game, again, I don't know. I mean, the Bengals are coming on strong, right? So I think that the Bengals need that, like, defining moment game to kind of break through the national scene. Do you know what I right. mean, Bill? Yeah. Like right yeah. now the Bengals, we, we all kind of know the Bengals have been to the playoffs a couple of years now and they just kind of fizzle out in the playoffs once they get there. Yeah. Uh, people. So I don't think anybody believes in them, especially when you got all the, you know, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, uh, stuff going on in the AFC and the chiefs, right. they're kind of right. like sneaking under the radar. And I don't think tonight's game is going to, you know, cement them in the minds of the nation that, Hey, this team's for real, but um, that's what they need. They need that big game, Bill, where they beat somebody legit and look good doing it so that everyone kind of opens their eyes to them.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Is beating, is beating a Miami Dolphin team no. legit enough? No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. No, it's not. Yeah.
2: Uh, on Halloween night when a lot of people other than you, a lot of people are going to be doing other things anyway.
1: Well, I mean, I'm going to be watching the game tonight.
2: Uh, I'll be watching some of it, but there will be people that will be doing other things. The whole nation's not going to be glued to the TV tonight. Is my point. It's a freaking holiday night.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: You know, it's not Thanksgiving where everyone's watching football. It's Halloween where people are running around outside and all that stuff. So, uh, I don't know, man. Um, the the I'm looking at their schedule here.
1: The Bengals schedule.
2: Yeah, I mean they, okay. they they play the Dolphins and they got the Ravens, Cleveland, Bye week, Chargers, Colts, Pittsburgh. That Colts game will
1: marquee matchup
2: the Colts one's the key.
1: Yeah. Chargers might be one too.
2: Might be. Might be. And they finish with uh, Pittsburgh Vikings Ravens. Not Pittsburgh, a lot of but... juice there, Bill.
1: Well, what are the Bengals? 6 and 2, 5 and 2 right now? Six I mean and 2. Yeah, they're on top of the NFC North and have pretty, I know. Good, pretty good seating in the in the entire AFC. I
2: mean, there's a there's a pretty decent chance they're going to be 8 and 3. Yeah. At worst, coming out of the next – I mean, I think they'll win two of these three games coming up. they got Cleveland, yep. Baltimore, Miami. I think they win two of those three.
1: All right, so another uh, less-than-stellar Thursday night matchup, although we do like some of the Bengals playmakers, A.J. Green, Giovanni Bernard, Marvin Jones, Andy Dalton staying hot. Uh, speaking of the red rifle, Todd, do we think he can keep this juice going? Five touchdowns last week, four of them to Marvin Jones uh, in the previous – three. Uh, Two weeks, he had three touchdowns in back-to-back games. So 11 TDs in three games. Do we think Andy Dalton can stay hot?
2: Uh, Why not?
1: Why not? Miami Dolphins not doing anything on defense anymore.
2: No. And, uh, you know, the only thing that's been kind of a negative from a fantasy perspective with the Bengals last couple weeks is they have so many mouths to feed on offense that our boy Geo's starting to uh, not see the amount of touches that we would like.
1: Well, I think that will kind of change a little bit going forward. I think, I think the plan the Bengals have with Gio is let Ben Jarvis Greenell's wear down the defense a little bit. He's a tough runner. Let him wear down the defense a little bit and then put in an electrifying, explosive runner like Giovanni Bernard. I think that's what they're going to do in the second half of the season. And I think Gio is going to start getting more carries than, than, than the law firm.
2: Well, we'll see right now, uh, the law firm has 110 carries. Geo has 72 on the year. Um, but, you know, the, it was starting to trend that way, Bill. I mean, every week Geo had – let me go through his touches real quick. Okay. Touches. This is receptions and rushing attempts. Six okay. in, in week one. Or, I'm sorry. Five in week one. Nine. Fourteen. Sixteen. Fifteen. Twenty-one. Okay? Yeah. So that's uh, through six games. He's trending up almost every single week, up to 21 touches, and then he goes down to 12 and 6.
1: I, th- I think if that gets back up toward that 15 area, 15 to 20 touches a game. I would hope so. And especially with Andy Dalton throwing the ball the way he is, I think defenses are going to focus less on the run, more on stopping the pass. That should open the running
2: game. Yeah. Again, um, he might be a buy-low candidate right now, Bill. Could be. Uh, if you're in a PPR league and you can get him off of someone, I mean, again, he he had four games where he had four, five, or six catches, Bill. Right. Uh, four games in his last six where you know he's catching the ball. He's not rushing for a million yards. His his biggest rushing game is only sixty-two yards rushing. Mm. But again, four, five, six catches for you know forty to seventy yards receptions. That's that's good stuff.
1: Yeah. Certainly is. Let's uh flip the table here and talk about the Dolphins for a little bit. P U. Who is the bigger disappointment, Todd? Mike Wallace or Lamar Miller? Mike Wallace. You think you think what a you know, big time wide receiver, getting a big time contract, very successful with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's done squat so far.
2: Mike Wallace, if you go back to your fantasy draft date, Bill. Yeah. Right, I I just ignored Mike Wallace. I, I didn't think he was worth the price on draft day. You know? Yeah. I don't have no really. any leaks. Um, Lamar Miller, I did grab. I thought his price tag was, you know, viable. It was okay. I thought that his upside, based on where he was being drafted, Matched uh, up. made him worth drafting more so than reaching for Mike Wallace, who did have upside. You know, with Tannehill, everyone thought, hey, Tannehill needs a number one guy. Here he is. I just wasn't biting on it, and um, I'm looking smart on that one, although Lamar Miller does drive me crazy. As, but I but I have him as like a running back four in most leagues.
1: Right, so it's not that bad.
2: No, it's not that Mike... bad. You know, Lamar Miller actually had a pretty decent game last week.
1: Mike Wallace has one touchdown on the year. It came in week two when he caught 11 pa- uh, nine passes for 115 yards. So only one touchdown. He only has two games of over 100 yards. What's interesting to me, Todd, the last – Two weeks, Wallace has 10 targets in each of his matchups, but he only has eight eight catches. He had five catches against Buffalo, so he caught half of his targets. And then last week, he caught three passes, uh, which, was, which was 30% of his total targets.
2: Yeah, well, the week before that, going back to October 6th, he had 16 targets and only caught seven of them.
1: <sighs> what is going on there? They're throwing in the football. He's not catching it or it's overthrown or... You know, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't watch too much of the Dolphins games, but I did watch them against the Patriots last week. And the ball was getting in, throwing to his direction a lot. So maybe we'll see now that Brandon Gibson's out. Maybe Brian Hartline and Mike Wallace need to step it up a little bit.
2: I don't know. I'm not, I don't want any part of Mike Wallace. Okay. And My fantasy team, I don't want any part of them And I, you know, how many times have teams been burnt by high-priced free agent wide receivers like Greg Jennings, Mike Wallace. It seems like it happens every the Chiefs, year. The Chiefs re-signing Dwayne Bowe. Like, Sidney S-
1: Rice, Sydney Rice a couple years ago. It's stupid. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Uh, one final note on tonight's game, Todd. The right tackle for the Miami Dolphins. Apparently, Jonathan Martin has gone AWOL, absent without leave. Have you seen this story?
2: Yeah. Is it a Halloween prank?
1: I don't think so, man. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Apparently he got into a fight in the cafeteria, and he left the team's facility. No one's been in contact with him. The team is ruling him doubtful for tonight. He's seeking some kind of therapeutic help for an emotional breakdown and anxiety attack. But Jonathan Martin is AWOL.
2: I mean, does he have mental problems? Seriously? I mean, I'm not sure. Remember that this happened uh, in the Super Bowl. Was it the Raiders? Um, when the Raiders played the Bucks? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was a similar situation. It was oh, you're right. Serious. You're yeah. right. It turned out to be like a pretty serious, like mental thing. I can't. Remember I, exact,
1: I I do uh, remember that. Yeah, it, was a, it was
2: like the night before the game or something. Yeah, it was, it was... crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. That's uh, that's funny that you bring that up. I do remember that one.
2: So I'm not sure yeah, what happened there. According to a team source, getting back to Jonathan Martin, offensive tackle for the Dolphins, accordingly, it was uh, apparently it was a cafeteria joke gone bad. Yeah, and. They just said he's been dealing with a lot of stress, so he just snapped. You
1: know, it's and not like gone. It, Martin was a Stanford guy, too, so he had to be pretty smart, pretty intelligent.
2: They said he slammed his food tray down on the ground and just vanished. Oh, gosh. I don't know what's happening there. Anyway, uh, that that's all. But you know what? The, the yeah. good news is at least their center, Mike Pouncey, isn't in any trouble.
1: <laughs> at least he didn't get subpoenaed last week after the game.
2: Yeah, yeah. The the, the Dolphins are aligned and they're in good shape. They, got, they don't know where one guy is. The other guy could, who knows what's going on? For, you know, free pouncey.
1: Yeah, free pouncey.
2: Yeah, Lamar Miller. You know, he finally had a good week last week, and then all this breaks loose. No one's,
1: no one's gonna be able to block for him anymore. No,
2: Dolphins. All right, so
1: that kind of wraps up our discussion about the Bengals and the Dolphins. We have a lot to get to today. Full-blown breakdown of all the matchups in Week 9. We're going to take your start and sit questions for your fantasy football lineups. You can give us a call, 855-478-7030. You can email us, radio at footballnation.com. And don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, at FBallNation. Todd is at CFFGeek. I am at Bill Enright, and we're going to go to the phone lines now, Todd, where David is in upstate New York. David, what's going on, man? What do you got for us?
3: Hey, Bill, what's up? Just wanted to say, man, I won that that last uh, DraftKings contest last week. So first place? I'll be shooting for that million, but uh, this week I had a question for you, man. Um, David,
1: you got first I, place last week?
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's
1: awesome. Congratulations.
3: Thanks, man. And I won two other things. It was just the Calvin and Dez and Stafford, you know what I mean?
1: Hey, that was a great lineup, man! Congratulations. I'm glad to hear you won some money.
3: Thanks, man. What um, you got for us this, this week? week in, my, in my league, I got six guys on a buy. None of them are droppable. Blackman oh. and Welker and Julius Thomas and Ellington. And would you drop Kaepernick and roll with just luck the rest of the year and to try and plug a lineup so I don't lose this week? I am only five and three.
1: You know, David, who are you trying to pick up?
3: <laughs> it's pretty thin, but I was going to pick up Emmanuel Sanders just to get to go against another guy.
1: All right, so you have six guys on a bike. Do you need Sanders in your lineup this weekend?
3: Yeah. Well, otherwise, I'm facing a guy with with two guys. You know, two empty spots in my
1: lineup. Oh, okay. So you need someone to fill a hole in your starting lineup.
3: Yeah, I just didn't know if I should drop Kaepernick and only go with Luck the rest of the year.
1: Right. Right. Uh, I'd hate to drop Kaepernick only because I do like his schedule toward the end Yeah, of the later season. on, later on
3: he's got some great matchups.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm worried about dropping Kaepernick. Who is your fourth or fifth wide receiver?
3: Blackman, Percy Harvin, I got stashed away.
1: Is it a full-point um, PPR league? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say drop Blackman. That's <laughs> tough, Todd. Would you drop Kaepernick or Blackman?
3: Yeah, Blackman's been not the same as the first two weeks, but
2: no, he hasn't. That's a tough question. Is this a twelve-team league?
3: Ten. I have, I have Welker, um, Brandon Marshall. I had Cobb. I got Boykin. But we can start up to three, you know. If I don't
1: see Kaepernick's on a buy this week, so maybe no one. You risk no one picking him up. But I'm <laughs> telling you, week fifteen and week sixteen. Fantasy yeah, no. football playoffs in the championships. He has one of the best matchups in the entire league. Plays against the Bucks and the Falcons. Plus, he's got games coming up against the Redskins and the Rams.
2: Well, maybe I'm not dropping cap. I'm not. Yeah,
1: dropping cap. I would yeah, go Black- Blackman. I, yeah, I would drop Blackman because you know what? You're really not losing out that much by taking Sanders. Actually, Sanders might be a little bit of an upgrade over Blackman at this point. Um, I don't yeah. think I don't think you, you'll be really hurting your team. If you if you don't have Blackman the rest of the year, but I think yeah. the 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 option of using Kaepernick can help you out later on.
3: That's a good point. I appreciate it, man. Hey, real no, quick, p- Geo over Fred Jackson in a PPR.
1: Geo over Fred Jackson this week, uh, man. I don't know. I, I kind of like Geo this. Jackson's
3: week. Jackson's playing KC though.
1: I know. That's why I kind of like Geo this week.
3: <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Have a great day. I appreciate your help, man.
1: Hey, best of luck and uh, congratulations on your DraftKings
2: uh, prize. Thanks again, Bill. Thanks. Take take care, David. He had – I looked at his lineup. He had uh, Stafford and and, uh, Megatron.
1: Hey, that was big time, man.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was. That was huge. Yeah. Um, Blackman, the last two weeks, nine targets – this is week seven. Nine targets, six catches, 58 yards, no scores. Week eight, ten targets, four catches, 31 yards, no scores. Hmm. The prior two weeks, as we all know, he blew up. Right. So five and six weeks, five and six, he blew up. We had seven and eight, not so much.
1: He had two hundred and seven points last week. Second place was eighty nine points. I'm talking about DraftKings. G Unit two two one o uh two two one o oh. one two two one o. Oh. I think that's like the Albany area code or something, zip code or something like that. He was wow. from up, he was from upstate New York. So our guy uh, Dave in upstate New York, aka G Unit one two two one o, oh, finished with. 20 points more than the guy that came in second place. And we're going to get into our DraftKings contest. We're going to do something a little bit different this week, Todd. We're going to get to that a little bit later. But we do have another contest up at DraftKings.com. You can check out the info at FootballNation.com and at FFChamps.com. We're going to go over our best buy and overpriced list a little bit later in the show. But I want to bang out some phone calls right now. we got Ali in Florida on the line. What's up, Ali?
4: Hey, guys. How are you?
1: Doing great, man. What do you got for us?
4: Uh, two questions for you. First, easy one, to start Matt Ryan or Andy Dalton tonight.
1: Matt Ryan or Andy Dalton. We've been a little scared about using players on Thursday night. For some reason, there's just not a lot of offensive explosion. There's not a lot of scoring. I know Andy Dalton's been hot, but I, I kind of like Matt Ryan against the Panthers this weekend. Todd, do you riding the hot hand with the red rifle?
2: This is a tough one. I mean, last week, I knew they were down, but Matt Ryan threw the ball. 61 times bill yeah granted it didn't turn out to be like a fantasy feast form he didn't really light it up with those 61 attempts yeah, but for for ints yeah that hurts big time but um uh, that's a tough call man I'm leaning Ryan but I'm not uh I'm not in love with it I, I think if what if Dalton was playing on Sunday bill
1: If Dolan was playing on Sunday, I I would probably bump him up our rankings a little bit. Right now, we have him as our 13th-ranked quarterback behind Terrell Pryor and behind uh, Alex Smith. He would probably be – Dolan would probably be be in that tier with Tom Brady and Andrew Luck. Right. I'm leading Ryan here. Yeah, I'm leading Ryan, too. The Thursday night games, they just – you know, listen, Dolan's been on fire, but – Let's, uh, he might slow down a little bit just because of the Thursday night aspect, and then they have 10 days to recover. So it's not that I'm worried about Andy Dalton. it's just I'm using Matt Ryan this weekend.
4: Sounds good. Uh, second is a trade advice, Full Point TPR. I'm trying to get away from my opponent, Wes Welker and Trent Richardson. He wants one of my tight ends. I'm trying to trade away MJD, Pierre Garçon, and either Cameron or Davis. Would you trade either of them, or what's your advice? So you have huh? two
2: tight ends. You have Vernon Davis yes. and, and Cameron, right? And I
4: can start both of them simultaneously, one in the flex.
2: Okay. Is this a, is this a PPR league? Full point. All right. So you would be giving up Garcon, who's been disappointing. He's yep. complaining, Bill, by the way, about his yeah. offense. Uh, you'd be giving up Garcon, and I would say Cameron, personally. Yeah. I, I would keep Vern. So yep. Cameron and Garcon. And in return, you'd be getting Wes Welker and – who else? He rich. T. Richardson. He's also given up MJD.
1: So it's MJD, Garcon, and Cameron for Wes Welker and Trent Richardson. That, that trade kind of sounds intriguing to me. Wes Welker, obviously dynamite in the full-point PPR. Like you said, Todd, Garcon has been a little bit questionable at this point. Uh, disappointing is a good word, as you put it. Uh, Jordan Cameron, I mean, listen, how often were you using Jordan Cameron in your flex as opposed to maybe a running back or a wide receiver?
4: Uh, uh, it just depended, I mean.
1: Depending on the I, matchup. Sure, sure. I was sure. starting
4: two tight ends somewhat frequently, uh, just dependent. Who are your other – really try, I'm trying to get welfare because I, I have uh, I have A.J. Green and uh, I have Megatron as my first two receivers. So with oh, that wow. tri- trio, I'd be pretty nasty.
2: I, I would do this deal. Though. Yeah, I would too. You know why? I mean, okay, MJD and Trent is kind of a wash right yep. now. Right. right. Um, so basically you're giving up Garcon, who – it Has been very disappointing. Now he could he could catch fire. You never know. You know we, yeah. we were hoping the Redskins would start their 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 uh, fantasy push last week. It didn't happen. Um, but you're basically giving up a backup tight end, although a good one. And I I, I think it's a good deal getting Wes Welker in a PPR.
4: Now he yeah. may not go for it for Cameron. So what if he insists on Vernon Davis? Would you still do it?
1: No, make sure that he takes Jordan Cameron. I mean, you listen, you're giving him three players. You only take him back two. Make sure okay. that you give him Cameron, sell him okay. on Cameron. Tell him that he's you know the f- fifth leading player in terms of receiving yards and receptions. You know, at tight end or wide receiver, you have to make a strong selling point for Jordan Cameron. I'm not giving up Vernon Davis. Got it. If you give up Vernon Davis, you got to downgrade Pierre Garcon. Give him a you know a little bit of a worse wide receiver.
4: Okay, that makes sense.
1: All right. Thanks, Ali, for the phone Ty. call. We appreciate it. Best of luck to you in Week 9. One more phone call, Todd. Let's go to Matt in Chicago. What's up, Matt? Hello. What's up, man?
3: Yeah, uh, I got a question on defenses. Um, I need to start one this week, and my choices are uh, Tennessee, Cincinnati, or Baltimore, but Cincinnati uh, has not played very well on the road this year yep. defensively, and Tennessee has played pretty good on the road, plus we're going to up against Alan Clements, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I actually like the Ravens this weekend going up against Jason Campbell. Um, obviously, Baltimore are very familiar with how the Browns play football in the division. I think that's a good matchup. We actually had the Bengals ranked fourth, the Ravens ranked sixth, and the Titans ranked tenth. So if you don't trust using the Bengals, I would go with the Ravens. Okay, great. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate the phone call. A little bit of a defensive question early on in the show, Todd. Uh, yeah, it's
2: unusual. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a little bit, a little bit, but uh, hey, this is the time of year, Bill, where a lot every of guys. Every point are matters. In, uh, yeah, you got to win. I mean, this is you know we're not feeling out our teams anymore in weeks one, two, three, and four. You know, um, I'm hoping that most of our audience right now is sitting there at five and three, six and two, seven and one. You know, getting ready for the playoffs, and every every game matters. Can't slip. So. Can't ignore the defenses this week, Bill.
1: I understand every point matters, but you know what?
2: I, it's Why does Matt have three
1: defenses on his team?
2: Maybe he doesn't. Maybe his guy was on by and he's trying to pick one up. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm, yeah, If he does have three defenses, yeah, cut two of them, please.
1: <laughs> All right, we're just getting started here on Football Nation Week 9. It is Halloween, so if you have any good Halloween stories or if you think I'm a fool for hating on Halloween or if you're with Todd and you love Halloween, you can feel free to give us a call, eight five five four seven eight seven zero three zero. You can also email us radio at footballnation.com. We got a lot of get lot to get to today. So I think we should take a break now when we come back, we'll go over our best buys and overpriced players for DraftKings.com. We'll also dive into the week nine slate of games. More football nation coming up right after this.
0: Football nation, there is no off season
1: footballnation.com is all football all the time it's a one-stop shop for die-hard football fans to get their football fix nfl college football fantasy football news analysis videos articles and podcasts you'll find it all on footballnation.com it's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore passionate nfl college and fantasy football fans want to get in the game The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football... You belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today.
2: You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at CollegeFootballGeek.com. That's who collegefootballgeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008. We're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level. At collegefootballgeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part, It's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out collegefootballgeek.com.
1: Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won hundred grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's draftkings.com. Promo code CHAMPS.
0: Good luck. Football Nation, the pulse of NFL fans everywhere.
1: All right, welcome back to Football Nation. Bill Enright, Todd DeVries. Good job with uh, from our producer, Josh Deering, with yeah. that. What is that, the Halloween music? It is. Uh, see, I, is that Mike Myers or Jason? Michael, Mike Myers.
2: Michael Myers. Mike. Michael you can Myers. You call him Mike Myers. I'll
1: call him whatever I want. Mike
2: it's Myers. It's like calling Tom Brady Thomas. Thomas Brady.
1: Some of us do call him Thomas. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I probably know the theme musics more than I actually know the villains.
2: You know what his, his uh, true name is in the book, the Halloween book? No. His name is, uh, he's referred to as The Shape. The shape, <laughs> yes. The shape lurks in the corners, Bill. See? Uh, I didn't even know there was a book. You know what you just did there? There was a little pregnant pause there. You were probably looking out your window just to see. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just, I mean, I tell you what. Here in Pennsylvania, it is a miserable Halloween type day. I mean, it is full. the The, the trees are in full. You know. Fall foliage mode here. Right, right, right. It is, like, foggy and dank and dark and gloomy. And it is very Halloween-y out there right now. A little spooky. All
1: right, let's give some people some treats, Todd. How's that for a segue? Let's go to our Best Buy and Overpriced Player list. Uh, Some treats on Halloween. Help people win some money over at DraftKings.com. So, listen, we got a new contest format. Uh Uh-oh. The last couple of weeks, we've been doing these 50-person pools... Uh, you win like uh, for everyone. First through tenth gets money, but you know if you finished after tenth, you didn't get anything. Unless so they beat ins- you, right? So, in- right, unless they beat me. So, <laughs> instead of doing that, what we're doing this week is we're doing all head-to-head matchups. Ooh! It's five bucks, winner take all. DraftKings.com isn't taking a isn't taking any kind of fee or a rake. It's just you know you're basically doubling your money. You're going up against it. Could be me against you. Or it could be, you know, uh, G-Unit G 12210, whoever just called David from upstate New York. You could be matched up. You know, it's all random, but you're going to be matched up against other FF Champs members and against other people from Football Nation. So it's all kind of keeping it all in-house. You're only going against other relatively, not, not new fantasy football players, but all relatively new users at DraftKings.com. So it's only $5 to enter. Winner take all, you get $10, and it's a head-to-head matchup. You have a 50-50 shot on winning some money this weekend.
2: Pretty cool. All
1: right. So, best buy quarterbacks this week. Todd, I'm going to run through the list and then I'll let you know who I really like the most. Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears is going to cost you 8100 $8, dollars. Terrell Pryor versus the Raiders, sixty or Terrell Pryor Eagles. versus the versus the Eagles. I do that every week. I do that every week. Terrell Pryor versus the Eagles, 6700 dollars Tom Brady. Versus the Steelers, $6,200. Tom Brady, very low price this week. But my absolute steal this weekend, Todd, Josh McCown from the Chicago Bears taking on the Packers, $5,500. The guy's got Brandon Marshall. He's got Matt Forte, Alshon Jeffrey, Martellus Bennett. Packers defense isn't that good. I know he's the backup, but he had a whole bye week to prepare. And the last time he came onto the field against the Redskins, he looked pretty good. So I like Josh McCown this weekend, Monday Night Football against the Packers. And then my high-risk, low price is Kellen Clemens versus the Titans. I don't know if DraftKings.com realizes that Kellen Clemens is now a starter because they have him ranked at $5,000. They have him ranked with guys that I don't even know if they're on teams at this point. Charlie Whitehurst.
2: Right. (laughs) I'm looking at some of these names. Holy crap. Like uh,
1: Rex Grossman. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Dan Orlovsky, Seneca Wallace, Tyler Bray, Matt Sims, Jordan Palmer, Landry Jones, all of these guys are also $5,000. So clearly, Kellen Clemens, maybe DraftKings doesn't realize he's starting for Sam Bradford, but for 5000 bucks, I mean, you're getting a quarterback going up against an eh, okay defense. I know he's not going to produce those Aaron Rodgers-type numbers, but you can save some money. You can almost save like $3,000 by, by using a guy like Clemens this week.
2: Yeah, if you load everything else up, that's uh, viable. Although, I think I've I think given the choice. It's only a $500 difference between McCown and Clemens.
1: I would go with McCown. I think so. Yeah, yeah that's why he's my steal.
2: Yeah, I think so. If you're going to go cheap on the quarterbacks, right? that's what I would do. Um, you know, Tom Brady, Bill, you, you kind of mentioned his low price. Well, we talked about it on Tuesday in, in just regular fantasy, season-long fantasy. Yeah. He's the 25th best fantasy quarterback
1: you know, we're gonna to get to the wide receivers in a little bit too. I w- I wanted to put Danny Amendola as my absolute steal of the week because it's full point PPR over at DraftKings, and Amendola was like, I don't know, forty three hundred dollars or something crazy. Yep. But then I figured, you know what? If I if I want people to to use my advice, I at least want to be, I want to help him out as much as possible. Danny Amendola, he, he could, you know, he could be a big hole in your lineup.
2: We'll get we'll get to the receivers, but yeah. But Bill, think about it for a second, but back to Brady. How many quarterbacks get drafted in your like ten or twelve team league?
1: Yeah, probably ten, my ten team league, maybe thirteen quarterbacks, my twelve team league, maybe fifteen quarterbacks. So probably like plus three over what would be required for starting all starting teams.
2: Okay. Yeah, you know, about three
1: about three backups.
2: Okay. This guy, again, twenty fifth.
1: And, Unbelievable. He take, and he was taken as a top five quarterback this
2: year. Yeah. It's craziness. It really and we is. Didn't,
1: we didn't, did we mention Tom Brady as the biggest bust of the year the other day? I, I don't so. think we I don't think we did. But we might have to put him up there.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: We mentioned Dwayne Bowe, Trent right. Richardson. Yeah. I don't I think, think we,
2: we... we were going off the, the article. The article didn't have him in there. No, it didn't. A Mike Michael Quinn's article. Yeah, you know, Tom Brady's definitely up there. He's the biggest quarterback bust this year. Sure. All right. All right, overpriced quarterbacks. Yeah. Speaking of quarterbacks uh, that are a little bit too rich for our blood this week, Bill, Drew Brees against the Jets. He's going to cost you ten grand.
1: Too much money. I know yes. I realize Drew Brees is probably the best quarterback this week. Just too much money. Not paying that.
2: Yeah. Matt Ryan against the Panthers, $8,100. Um,
1: the only reason why I have him here is, is is because of the price. I think Matt Ryan still has a good game. Just the price scares me.
2: Yeah, well, they're still ranking him like it's preseason.
1: Right. I mean, they've Special. got him like
2: the number six quarterback this week.
1: You can get Aaron Rodgers for 8100
2: Uh, Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Big right. Ben, $6,400 against the Patriots. Not Christian him. Ponder against the Cowboys, $6,000.
1: There you go. Overpriced. All four of those guys overpriced.
2: Right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Uh, there's really no reason to touch Big Ben right now in fantasy. No. No. In any kind of fantasy, daily or or anything else. Christian Ponder, please. Did you see his uh, – by the way, did you see Christian Ponder and his, his beautiful wife's uh, Halloween costume?
1: That is probably one of my all-time favorite movies, you know, as a childhood. Uh, during, the growing Sandlot. up, Sandlot, sure.
2: Yep. Did you see the pictures?
1: Yeah, it was great. Todd, What's you know – uh, uh, what Wendy Peppercorn, Wendy Peppercorn, and, yeah. and Squints. The Squints. movie Sandlot, Squints was this little, you know – Raggedy kid growing up, small, skinny, big glasses. He fakes drowning. Wendy Peppercorn is the lifeguard at the pool, smoking hot blonde, probably everyone's favorite movie characters if you were born sometime in the mid-'80s. Um, fakes drowning, so she has to give him mouth-to-mouth. He ends up tonguing her, and then they end up getting married and have, like, 16 kids, you know, like at the end of the movie where they show, like, the future? Right. So he, Ponder and, and what was her maiden name? Samantha Steele, right? Yeah. Yeah, they 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 dressed up as, as Peppercorn and uh, Squints. Good costume.
2: Good costume. Not much well, what, effort for Ponder, though. He just threw on, like, a baseball shirt, you know, a regular, like, shirt and glasses, and he was done.
0: I kind of like that.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I if he's
2: standing next to her, then it's fine. If he, he just walks in with uh, glasses and a regular shirt, he looks like a, just a normal dude.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Like, if he, he's he, over at the you know, right. at the keg while... Uh his wife is, you know, in the other room. Everyone's like, well, "What the hell are you dressed as?"
1: Well, did you see Tom Brady and Giselle? Yeah, I did. What did you think of that?
2: I'm tired of Tom Brady and Giselle.
1: Oh, I'm never tired of Giselle. I'm a little tired of Tom Brady, but I'm never tired of Giselle. Giselle I'm was dressed up it. as like a sexy Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Tom Brady was the lion. That was kind of lame. Like why <laughs> wouldn't he be the tin man or something? What what is the what is the lion? Cowardly, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, why would he pick that character, idiot? I don't know. You should pick the Tin Man or the Scarecrow. I'd rather go with no brain or no heart, right? With the Tin Man, no heart, right? Then the cowardly, a cowardly lion.
2: I I don't know. I'm speechless, Bill.
1: And then Coach Belichick was a pirate.
2: Coach Belichick put on a costume. And
1: hey, listen, Belichick has fun. Don't let it. Don't get it twisted. Let, let's not. Let's not think that his public persona is really what he's like in his private life. I bet he has a lot of fun privately. Dressing up, going fishing, hanging out, supermodels all around them. His wife's pretty hot or his girlfriend, whoever she is. She's pretty hot, that lady.
2: <laughs> that lady.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's his wife or his girlfriend.
2: Yeah, but something tells me the kids that knock on his door tonight, trick-or-treating.
1: Yeah, what do they get? Playbook? <laughs> <laughs>
2: They, they don't get uh, a big smiley face at that front door.
1: No, I bet they do. I bet they do. think so? Yeah. Man. I think a little bit of what he does is an act. He gives people a cold shoulder on purpose. I do. All right. Especially the media.
2: Well, the media, of course. You yeah. know he plays the media.
1: All right, back to back to the Best Buy. Please, over. please. Yeah.
2: Best Buy running backs. Here we through. go. All right, I'll start it off. Marshawn okay. Lynch, Bill. Against the Bucks, 7,300 bones. Now, he screwed us last week, let's be honest.
1: Big time. He was terrible. Not going to do it two weeks in a row. I hope not. No
2: way. Next guy on the list, best buy running back, Eddie Lacy of the Packers, probably the rookie of the year in fantasy circles. Uh, at least it's, it's shaping up that way. He's up against the Bears, $6,600. Ray Rice, full point PPR format. Against the Browns, only $6,100. So his price has definitely been adjusted over the weeks here, Bill. Another guy we love in PPR formats, Danny Woodhead against the Redskins. A good matchup, only $5,600, Bill. Yep. So those are some best buys. Now, who do you have in the absolute steal and high-risk, low-price categories?
1: Absolute steal of the week is Stephen Ridley versus the Pittsburgh Steelers at $5,200. Ridley has gotten into the end zone Uh, In back-to-back games, he's finally getting the rock and performing like he did last season. I'm just pulling up his stats right now. I believe it's 75 yards or more in back-to-back games, 50 yards. All right, so the last three weeks, 96 yards, two touchdowns, 50 yards and a touchdown against the Jets, and then 80 yards and a touchdown against the Dolphins. He might not get it done in the PPR, but getting into the end zone and getting you 80 yards for, you know, eight points, that's like 14 points, not a bad flex option. And then my high-risk, low-price is Trent Richardson, Todd. He's only $4,800. We know Richardson has talent. We know he has the skill. Maybe the Colts work some magic over their bye week. No Reggie Wayne, maybe they run the ball a little bit more. Against the Texans, I'm not saying that I like Trent Richardson, but I'm saying that him playing in this for, for $4,800 is, is not a bad way to go.
2: Well, one, we can only hope that they're – They've adjusted something during the bye week. This is his last chance, in my book. You know what I yeah,
1: mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, we we kind of gave him an excuse the first couple of weeks. Ah, he, you know, he doesn't know the playbook yet, whatever. Um, but then, as the weeks went on, I mean, forget like what whether he's grasped the offense or not, which you know can be a factor. Obviously, when you get traded on a team, right. he just looked slow, and uh, yeah, you know, he did not look good at all. Right. So. Now we now we're like well maybe the bye week will be his savior so this is it you know he's got to start producing or or else so a little bit of a risky play Bill but that's why you have him in high risk low price category
1: I just want to add one more thing Danny Woodhead is fifty six hundred dollars obviously we love him for PPR formats if by chance you're looking to save three hundred dollars somewhere. How about his teammate, Ryan Matthews, for $5,300? He's been getting it done in a big way, Todd. The last time we saw him on the field, he had over 100 yards and a touchdown. In fact, back-to-back games with for over 100 yards. He did it against Indianapolis on that Monday night game, and then he did it against the Jaguars. So back-to-back games uh, with one touchdown for Ryan Matthews. Again, only $300 cheaper than Danny Woodhead.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to trust Ryan Matthews, but – like you said, he's been coming on strong, yeah. and uh, that's another guy. He's, he's reasonably priced, so if you want to go there. Some overpriced running backs, Bill. I'll rattle them off, and then you All can right. comment. Sure. Adrian Peterson against the Cowboys, $8,200 LaShawn McCoy, another big name against the Raiders, $7,800. Uh, Chris Johnson against the Rams, $5,800. And S. Jackson, Steven Jackson against the Panthers, $5,300.
1: Am I the only one that's been watching Adrian Peterson run the ball the last couple weeks?
2: Um, No, he's been a huge disappointment.
1: Week 6, 10 attempts, 62 yards. 10 attempts. Week 7, 13 attempts, 28 yards. Week 8, 13 attempts, 60 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Going back to week 4, before the bye week was the last time he got only to over 15 carries. He had 23 carries, 140 yards, and two touchdowns. What are the Vikings doing? Uh, I don't know. From weeks two through th- weeks two, three, and four, he had 26, 25, and 23 carries, and then it plummeted to 10, followed by two back-to-back games of 13 carries in each, in each of the last two weeks. So for Adrian Peterson to be the second highest priced running back this week, way overpriced for my, for my liking. He's not getting the ball.
2: No, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get yeah, it at all. Now, last year, I'm looking at last year's game log for him. Yeah, he did have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games out of the seven or sixteen games where he didn't get more than he didn't get to 20 carries. So he did have seven games last year where, he, but but he wasn't getting 10 and 13 carries. He at least he was getting 17 or 18. Um, and at the end of the year, I mean, he just went crazy. I, I don't know what they're doing, Bill. I don't understand it.
1: Yeah, I mean, so... I mean, is
2: he a bust right now?
1: Uh, I can't, I can't label him a bust because not yet, I can't. Okay. Listen, Todd, I think you know that heading into the season, I was very down on Adrian Peterson because I was afraid of what has happened to 2,000-yard rushers in the history of the NFL. That's why I had Jamal Charles as my number one running back this year, and I proved that by taking him number one overall in a lot of my drafts. Am I going to say that Peterson is a bust? I guess he considered he can be considered to be a bust because so many people took him in with that number one spot. But is he a bust in terms of like C.J. Spiller being a bust, Trent Richardson being a bust? No, because you know he was producing at a high level once upon a time in twenty twelve, in twenty thirteen.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm just. Uh, I'm looking here. I mean, here's here's some scary stats. Just talking about before we move on to the wide receivers, Bill. Yeah. There were, how many? How many games have we played? Most teams have played what? Seven or eight games. Eight. Well, eight. Eight games. Eight
1: or nine, or seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yeah, seven or eight. eight. Yeah, I can't do math.
2: Only two running backs have over six touchdowns in this league. Rushing Mike, touchdowns.
1: I'm gonna guess Mike Tolbert's one of them.
2: You would be wrong.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Jamal Charles.
2: Mike Tolbert only has three rushing touchdowns. He has five total touchdowns. Okay, all right. Um, nope. Jamal Charles does not have more than six. He has what six. What the
1: heck? Oh, so only two running backs have more than 6 mm-hmm.
2: rushing touchdowns.
1: Huh, rushing touchdowns only. Um uh, Eddie Lacy? No. Matt Forte? No. All right, I'm looking like an idiot. Just give me the answer. There you are. Frank Just Gore. Just give me seven. the answer.
2: Frank Gore 7. No Sean Moreno 8.
1: Oh, duh. How did I get those two wrong?
2: Uh-huh. I wasn't
1: I wasn't thinking.
2: But uh, my point is is that uh you know even even after those two, there's five guys that have six touchdowns, and then there's okay. nobody – everyone else has four or less.
1: No one's close.
2: It's crazy. I mean, there's no touchdowns coming in the rushing game this year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, LaShawn McCoy only has three rushing touchdowns. Right. Ray Rice, three. <sighs> Reggie Bush, two. Trent Richardson, two. I, I, names.
1: I wish I had the stat, Todd, and I don't have the exact numbers. But I will tell you that this is the lowest amount of rushing attempts per game across the entire NFL in the history of the league. I think for the first time since 1955, the lowest amount of rushing attempts.
2: A couple other big names here, Bill. How many rushing touchdowns does Arian Foster have this year?
1: Oh, three of them. One. One?
2: All right,
1: he's got two receiving.
2: Doug Martin, one. Yeah. MJD two, no. it's ridiculous. So anyway, just a down year for running backs. Obviously, um, you know Jamal Charles had, and uh, Marshawn Lynch. No, Sean, I mean when No. Sean Moreno's in that top three or four, you, you got know something. <laughs> You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: All
2: right. Moving on to the Best Buy Wide Receivers over at DraftKings.com. Yeah. Bill has plucked out some names for us. Bill, fire away. Best Buy Wide Receivers.
1: Love Andre Johnson in the full point PPR going against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, A little bit of a primetime game on Sunday night. So $6,700, you'll get Andre Johnson. In my opinion, he's a top 10 wide receiver this week. T.Y. Hilton playing in that same game with Andre Johnson. We'll see if T.Y. gets some more receptions now that Reggie Wayne is out. I think the price is right for T.Y., $6,300. How about Harry Douglas? No receiver has more receptions the last two weeks than Harry Douglas of the Atlanta Falcons. Leads the league in targets the last two weeks with 25 targets. Are you nuts, Harry Douglas? Versus the Panthers, $5,500. And then Kendall Wright, a PPR machine, Todd. Very sneaky, Kendall Wright. He'll get you 68 catches a game. He'll get you 70 to 90 yards a game. Maybe Maybe he gets into the end zone this weekend against the Rams, only $5,000. But how about my absolute steal of the week? Keenan Allen versus the Redskins, terrible secondary, $4,600 for Keenan Allen. Are you crazy? And then my high-risk, low price, I said it on Tuesday, the Saints receivers, they're inconsistent. You never know which one's going to score. Last week it was Kenny Stills. This week, take your chances on Lance Moore versus the New York Jets. $3,500. Thirty-five hundred dollars. Antonio Cromartie is not closing on the football like he once was. D. Milliner is a little bit banged up. I think Drew Brees is going to light up the New York Jets secondary. And Lance Moore, take a risk. If you again, it's called high risk, low price for a reason. Very risky, but Lance Moore is the guy to go after thirty-five hundred dollars.
2: Right. So if you've got your, if you just love, love, love your lineup, and you've built the ultimate lineup, and you, but you have one spot left, maybe a flex, and you you just don't have a lot of. of Cash left, right. Yep. That's where you plug a guy like this in.
1: That's what I think. Yeah. Do you know
2: what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know what, man, I really love what I built here. I, I don't want to change anything, but what can I get for thirty five hundred bucks? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you throw this kind of. I wouldn't build my lineup around that at all. You know what I mean? The
1: the whole reason why I've been doing this high risk, low price kind of a category the last couple of weeks is I found that you really need a boom player. I'm Obviously, Howard you don't you, you don't want the bus player. You want the boom player. Someone like Kenny Stills last week. Someone like Marvin Jones last week. A player that no one expects, that no one else is going to have in their roster, that is going to separate you from the rest of the crowd. So that's why I've been doing this high-risk, low-price. Some, some of them haven't, because it's a big risk. But if you hit on the risk, just like if you, I don't know, you, you double down at the blackjack table. You throw down $100 on a number at the roulette table. You, you put down $50 on you know a hard eight at the, at the craps table. Or a hard, yeah, hardy Um, you know, you, you have that big reward when you're taking that big risk.
2: Yep, I hear you, man. All right, speaking of you risky. like you
1: like all those casino references. Yeah. Can you tell that I haven't been in the casino in months? Ever since you know August, since training camp started, I'm like itching. The all itch. these, ca- all these casinos from Atlantic City are nonstop sending me free rooms, free buffet, free shows. I'm like dying to get down there,
2: dying to get down there. Have you been there on Halloween before? Uh, no. I bet that would be an interesting uh, place to be.
1: Well, I, I know Revel had their big Halloween party on Saturday night. A bunch of my friends went down. They took a uh, party bus down there, but I wasn't going to, you know. They were leaving at like 11 o'clock at night. You get down there at, you know, 1 in the morning, and then you party till 6 a.m. I can't be doing that anymore.
2: Yeah, you're an old man.
1: I'm very old. With crooked and looked, fingers. And I oh, <laughs> how bad is my finger? Josh, you're not my friend on Facebook, but I dislocated my finger over the weekend. It looked pretty ugly. I should tweet out the picture Yeah, something. please do. I should tweet. It's still pretty. It's it's still. I'm trying to make a fist right now. It's still pretty swollen. It's a Halloween horror. His it is with, a Halloween his, horror. His
2: pinky was going sideways, literally. Yeah, I'll send, that,
1: I'll send. I'll send out the picture in
2: a little bit. Yeah. All right. Uh, overpriced wide receivers, Bill. Yeah, let's get to them. I'll ra- I'll rattle them off. Antonio Brown against the Patriots. You don't like him. Seventy nine hundred dollars. Too rich for your blood. Torrey Smith against the Browns. Sixty four hundred dollars. Yep. Pierre Garcon against the Chargers. Fifty eight hundred bones. And Dwayne Onobo makes the list again, Bill. $5,000, $1,000 might be too much for Dwayne Onobo. This guy's <laughs> terrible. He's awful.
1: I, I'm surprised to have Bo at that much. Um, it's only $5,000, and even that is too much. You said it. $1,000 would be too much for him. Um I mean, but he's just he's maddening, this guy. You know, Antonio Brown is dynamite in the PPR league. But he's my 3rd rank receiver this weekend? Absolutely not. And that's what DraftKings has him at with his $7,900 price tag. So that's why I'm staying away from him. I'd rather have, you know, Brandon Marshall, who's, a, a hundred, who's $300 less than Antonio Brown. So it's not that I don't like Antonio Brown this weekend. I just don't like the price for him.
2: I hear you. Bill, if I would have told you in the preseason that the Chiefs would be undefeated at this point in the year, what would you have thought about Dwayne Bow?
1: I would have thought he'd been a top-five receiver.
2: I know, right? You'd have been like, oh, my God, you're going to tell me the Chiefs are 8 No, Well, yeah. I would say in those eight games he probably has five or six touchdowns and, you know, he's averaging 80, 90, 100 yards a game. No.
1: No. Yeah.
2: In eight games, this guy has 302 passing or receiving yards.
1: 302. Bill, that's
2: not even 40 yards a game.
1: And What is that? That's thirty
2: something a game, and he has two touchdowns. He hasn't had scored since September.
1: Yeah. Big time letdown.
2: Ugh.
1: I had high hopes for him. Hate that guy.
2: All right, moving over to the Best Buy tight ends, Jordan Cameron against the Ravens fifty one hundred dollars. Another Jordan, Jordan Reed against the Chargers five thousand dollars. Greg Olson, there's a name we haven't talked about in a while, yeah. against the Falcons, $4,500, Bill. Those are three best Buy tight ends. Who do you have as the absolute steal?
1: Absolute steal of the week is Martellus Bennett, Monday Night Football playing against the Green Bay Packers, $3,900. Can't beat the price for Marty B. And then my high-risk, low price player, I don't like the matchup. But, again, he's high-risk for a reason. Tim Wright of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. playing against Seattle, at Seattle, that's always a problem. But Mike Lennon, he's going to have to throw the ball a lot in this game. They're not going to try to run it. If they do, Greg Shannon dumber than we thought. With Mike Williams banged up, Taquan Underwood, or Mike Williams out for the year, Taquan Underwood very underwhelming, uh, it's going to be Vincent Jackson. It's going to be a lot of Tim Wright. So for $3,700, not a bad uh, option there at tight end.
2: So the Buccaneers, Bill, you know, their offense consists of Tim Wright, Mike James, Mike Glennon. Yeah. It's riveting, riveting I mean, stuff. I'm ignoring Vincent Jackson for the sake of Mike. Yeah, I, hear, I hear my you. point, but that is just, I mean, that's just terrible.
1: And, and for the overpriced tight ends, Todd, what I kind of did here with Tony Gonzalez and Jason Witten, if you look at the price tags, Tony G's $5,800, Jason Witten's $5,300. They're kind of in the top five here. You know, Gronk's going to cost you $6,800. If you want to use Gronk, God bless. But I'm not going to waste $5,800 on Gonzalez with what he's been doing. I'm not going to waste $5,300 on Jason Witten. He hasn't had more than five catches in, um, let's see here, he hasn't had more than five catches since week five. So I'm just not trusting those guys at the moment. And then Delaney Walker at the Rams, I wanted to throw another guy in there. Um, I just don't don't believe that he's worth that asking price either.
2: Can I bash Greg Schiano for a second again? Like Absolutely,
1: you love doing it. I love hearing it.
2: Do you know how many guys from Rutgers he has on the Buccaneers roster?
1: Uh, well, Underwood and and uh, Tim White, Tim Wright are two of them.
2: Brian Leonard, three. Underwood, Tim Wright, uh, a center I've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, D tackle. He's got like seven, six or seven Rutgers guys on that roster.
1: It might be one of the worst college football programs in the country, and I'm here in New Jersey, so I, you know. I follow Rutgers.
2: I mean, hey, he did a nice job making them relevant. I'm not, right. Know, he did that, and he should have just stuck with it or tried to maybe elevate to a different college, you know, upgrade from Rutgers to, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a mid-level Big Ten team. Yeah, right. or something like that, you know?
0: Right. Uh,
2: but now, nah, so that's just another reason the players hate him there. He's bringing all these Rutgers guys in.
1: And no one likes anyone from New Jersey anyway, <laughs> especially down there in Florida. It's like an overpopul. It's an Florida is an overpopulated area of retired people from New Jersey, Long Island, New York City, and you know Connecticut. So now he's bringing all these Rutgers players into Tampa Bay. Fans must hate him.
2: I'm I'm gonna find out how many players there are from Rutgers in the NFL right now, and then we'll okay. and we'll see how many of them are on his team. I'll do that before the next uh, break.
1: All right, I like that. I like that.
2: All right, what uh, do we have left? We have defenses.
1: Yeah, best defenses this week. Really quick. Or uh, quickly, Seattle Seahawks against the Tampa Bay, $5,500. The Ravens against the Cleveland Browns, 4300 The Saints against the Jets, 4100 Remember, Rob Ryan playing against his brother, Rex Ryan, so I'm picking the Saints on that one. And then the Raiders versus the Eagles, 3800 bucks.
2: 21 players from Rutgers are in the NFL. He has seven of them. Right. On one team.
1: Ugh. I don't
2: know what he's thinking. We should just do a segment every week bashing the Shiano Greg Shiana,
1: that's fine. The I'm Shiano disappointed
2: Man. we don't have that Billy Joel song, The Piano Man.
1: We, we got to get
2: that. Sing us a song, The Shiano Man.
1: We, we got to do a remix somehow.
2: Well, there's actually, people have done it um, where they have lyrics like about the Shiano Man. They have a whole song.
1: Oh, really? You I got to get that. It's I got to that up. We're going to take a quick break here on Football Nation. 855-478-7030 is the phone number. We're taking your emails or answering your emails. Radio at footballnation.com. When we come back, Patrick Imig of ColdHardFootballFacts.com is going to join us, talk about his scouting report for every horror movie villain. That's going to be a fun stuff that's coming
0: up next right here. Football Nation Radio. Football Nation, there is no offseason. season. <laughs> Win your fantasy league and your trophy, too. It's FF Champs. FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice, too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com. Ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com. Extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance.
1: FootballNation.com is all football all the time. It's a one-stop shop for diehard football fans to get their football fix. NFL, college football, fantasy football, news, analysis, videos, articles, and podcasts. You'll find it all on FootballNation.com. It's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football... You belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today.
2: You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at CollegeFootballGeek.com. That's who. CollegeFootballGeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008 we're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level at collegefootballgeek.com you can run mock drafts against the mighty cfg computer customize your own fantasy cheat sheets tap into our experts for advice and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools and the best part It's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out collegefootballgeek.com.
1: Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won hundred grand in his very first football contest. $100,000, the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com promo code CHAMPS. Good luck.
0: This is Football Nation. All right, welcome back to Football Nation. Bill Henry, DeVries, Deere, and I, Todd,
1: the breeze, Josh, Deering, hanging out with you. Very spooky Halloween version. Oh, football nation, what uh, what theme music is that? This is Psycho. How oh, it is? Yeah. I've seen Psycho actually. The the remake.
0: The Vince Vaughn ju- one.
1: Yes, the Vince Vaughn one. I never saw the original.
2: I'm not into Psycho. No. Nah. Wow. Great
1: music though. I thought Psycho was
2: <laughs> isn't that Psycho? Yeah, that's the the famous scene,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh 855 is the phone number patrick imig is going to join us in a little bit to discuss his scouting report for all horror movie villains that's fun stuff todd what do you say we get to some emails while we're uh, waiting for patrick to join us here in a few minutes
2: oh man where do we start bill we've got so many of them
1: shelly 86 says hey guys i have a qb question I have Peyton Manning on a bye, and my starting quarterback is Andy Dalton. I'm a little nervous with him going against Miami. Would you drop Dalton and pick up Terrell Pryor playing at home against Philly? By the way, I'm 7-1. and one. Wow. Thanks for your weekly advice. That's
2: John M., a.k.a. Shelly86. <sighs> Dalton for Pryor? I'm not doing it. Nah, I don't really think that's like a big upgrade.
1: No, I don't either.
2: I mean, I think Pryor has some upside against the Eagles, no doubt about it. But, I mean, Dalton's been red hot. Uh, we, you know, we're not in love with him tonight. Yeah. But, um, you know, the good news is he only has to worry about this this one week. Right. Uh, I would say this. If he wants the big boom bust, go Pryor. But I would probably play safe with Dalton.
1: Uh, we got an email from Butters from South Park. Says, hello, Fellers. Full point PP. You watch South Park, Todd?
2: Yeah, Butters.
1: Butters good character. Hello, Fellers. Full point PPR, one wide receiver if Percy is playing. If not, uh, Percy Harvin, Dwayne Bo, Marvin Jones, Jarrett, Boykin. You need one of those guys. What Boykin? Boykin was maybe, Not Bowe. No, not Bowe. Not Marvin Jones tonight coming off that four-touchdown game, a little bit of a ridiculous game for him. Percy Harvin or Boykin. You know, Boykin scares me just a little bit because – he wasn't really getting a lot of targets the other night. It was that guy, the white guy, not as as in Caucasian. It was his in his, his last name was White. I can't remember his first name.
2: All right. Um, so which way are you uh, directing?
1: I don't know. I I, uh, Miles White is this Miles White? Um, I guess Boykin, but I don't know. He might be a little. Bit, you might want to trade him now because I think once James Jones comes back, James uh, Jared Boykin might see a lot less action. So I'm looking to trade Jared Boykin. I guess that's more of a long-term thing for me. Uh, Yeah, I'd I'd go Jared Boykin this week.
2: I mean, yeah, he had had six targets, caught five of them for 89 yards. Yeah. Week before that, ten targets, eight receptions, 103 and a touch.
1: Yeah, that was a good game.
2: I mean, those are both decent games.
1: Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, it's more of a process of elimination. Marvin Jones, well, no. Percy Harvin could be. I don't know. I'd rather see him in action before I put him in my lineup. Uh, another question from Butters. Pick three wide receivers, Todd. Brandon Marshall, Kendall Wright, Ted Ginn Jr., Drew Davis, or Hayward Bay? Well, let's start off with two. Brandon Marshall and Kendall Wright are in. In, so in. Na- Now it's between Ted Ginn, Drew Davis, or Hay-Bay. How about Hay-Bay? How about Hay-Bay filling in, for, uh, taking on a bigger role now that Reggie Wayne's gone? I like yeah. that move.
2: Yeah. Let's go with Hay-Bay and hope that, uh, again, they're coming off the bye week. Let's hope they got him integrated. He and Trent. Integrated into the offense so that they can produce.
1: Um, next email is from Nick, aka Bulldog, one of our FFChamps.com regulars and a regular at DraftKings.com. Has two questions. Looking for a tight end replacement for Vernon Davis. Uh, full point PPR league. Tyler Eifert or Tim Wright?
2: Tyler Eifert or T- Eifert or Tim Wright?
1: Yeah, he says. Also, he says Kyle Rudolph is available.
2: Jeez, you're all over this Tim Wright guy.
1: It's not that I'm all over him. This is, this is his suggestion here. <laughs> this is this is who he's dealing with.
2: Um, jeez, I would, I might go Rudolph over these other guys.
1: Kyle Rudolph taking on the Dallas Cowboys?
0: <sighs> I
1: don't know, I don't like man. Any of them. No,
2: I don't, I don't like either.
1: Them. Tim Wright, the last two weeks. Um he had 91 yards against the Eagles. And then he had a stinker against the Falcons 15 yards. But last week against the Panthers, he had 48 yards and a touchdown. Five cat five catches.
0: Alright.
1: I, I just think without Mike Williams in the lineup, Mike Lennon's gonna have to throw to someone other than Vincent Jackson. And I think it's gonna be right. So I'm gonna go with Tim Wright here. Over right. E for over E for and over Kyle Rudolph. My suggestion is Tim Wright. Uh, he needs one running back out of Ma- Ray Rice or Marshawn Lynch. I'm going with Lynch as the running back. Uh, two oh, wide running receivers. Back?
2: Well, Lynch. Well,
1: well, we can put him in the flex. We can put Rice in the flex. Nice. Uh, two two wide receivers, Garçon, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hillen, Terrence Williams, or Percy Harvin.
2: Ooh.
1: He needs three of these guys because we're going to put Rice in the flex, Lynch in the running back spot. So he needs three wide receivers here. All right. And Keenan um, so- Allen. T. Y. Hilton, and then it's between Terrence Williams or, or Pierre Garcon. Full point PPR. Terrence Williams, getting it done, man. Yeah. Yes.
2: I'm going to go with him.
1: All right. I'm going to go with T- Terrence Williams too. Um, two quick questions: RG3 or Jake Locker? RG3. RG3. Uh, one tight end in the flex: Gronk, Gonzo, Gio, Bernard. Geo goes in the flex, so I'm going to go Gronk. with Gronk at tight end. Gronk. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think that was actually an easy one um who is next here
2: toasty Dosty. it's not a he's not a he doesn't have a question he just says in his opinion his favorite holiday movie of all time is any home alone movie
1: any of them like two or three or I think there was a fourth one even
2: There was one with like another kid wasn't there
1: yeah like a brother or a cousin
2: yeah I like the first one
1: I love the first one man I,
2: my kids like it I like it I'm good with that.
1: My brother and I tried to make, like, reenact different traps. You know how they had the traps? He had the trap in the – like, we tried to do that as kids. That was was a cool movie.
2: Really? Did you have, like, the hot iron smacking your brother in the face?
1: No, but we had, like, these little traps. If you went up the stairs and you stepped on them, they, like, closed on you. Like, these little Ghostbuster traps that when you press down on the tongue – they were like these plastic things, like I don't know, we were like seven.
2: Did you do the, the doorknob that's like 500 five hundred degrees that scalded no, his hand?
1: We didn't do that one either. Uh-oh. Um we did something with paper, like if you stepped on the paper, we put tape on paper. Like I think he did something like Did nails you smash on a bunch one.
2: of Christmas balls on the ground and have your brother run through barefoot? No, we didn't do that one either. Did you put you uh put I a had nail put... on the steps with tar and have your brother run up the steps barefoot?
1: No, but that's what the little <laughs> thing from Ghostbusters is supposed to be. Okay. I did have a Talkboy. I think in the second movie, he had like one of those voice recorders. I did get one of those for Christmas one year.
2: Remember what the famous line is? From Talkboy? Yeah. No. What does he say? You filthy animal? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good movie. I'm with you yeah. there, Toasty Dosty. I like that one. Good one. Yeah, I like that one, too. All right, next, uh, next one up is Andrew C. from Cali. I like I how kid. he writes. Yeah, I like his tone here. Yo, what's cracking, guys? I've been offered a trade. <laughs> 10 team league PPR he is the he says I'm the master the alpha, the alpha dog. dog first place <laughs> 7 and 1 thanks to us of course he says yeah um he's been offered Peyton Manning and Eddie Lacy for Matt Stafford and Jamal Charles
1: yeah I'm not doing that trade Stafford and Jamal Charles I mean listen I realized Peyton Manning was phenomenal in the first half of the year I think Stafford is maybe just a couple points less than Payton on a per game basis but with a, if it's a PPR league Jamal Charles I mean Eddie Lacy doesn't come near Jamal Charles in PPR.
2: I love this. Um I agree with you. I wouldn't do it. If he's 7-1, why 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 change it up now? Yeah. His team name is Victorious Secret. Very nice. And he says uh thanks you guys are legit. So
1: we're Andrew C. from he writes Andrew C. from Cali, Andrew C. from Cali, Andrew. That's how he finished off his email. <laughs> I
2: like it. I like his emails. Keep them coming in. We like them. The Alpha Dog, seven and one. Don't do the trade.
1: Very special Halloween version of Football Nation today, and we are going to bring on our good friend Patrick Imig from ColdHardFootballFacts.com. He has a scouting report for famous horror movie villains. Patrick, happy Halloween, man! Thanks for calling in today.
2: Hey, happy Halloween, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Patrick, because I'm a fan of the holiday. The Halloween holiday and I jive. Bill and our producer, Josh, not so much. Where do you lie on this argument? Oh,
5: I think holiday is outstanding. Our Halloween is an outstanding holiday. Yes. I'm a big fan. I enjoy, yes. uh, I, I enjoy that it allows uh, women to dress up as they see fit and not feel bad about it. I think that's one of the great things. And it's also a great day for the kids, too. So, See?
1: See, Bill? Well, no, 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 Patrick and I shared the, the sentiment that girls dress slutty on Halloween. We both like that aspect. That was the first thing I said. The only good thing about Halloween is the slutty costumes. That was the, fir- that was the first thing I said. But the, everything else with Halloween, I, I can get rid of. The candy, the spookiness, the trick-or-treating, all of it. The costumes, the, the, all of it can go.
2: You're easily
5: scared. You're not, you're not one of those that uh, hands out like pennies and toothbrushes to to the kids at on tri- the trick or treaters, are you?
1: No, I'm one of those with my lights out and my door locked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for real? Yeah.
1: One lady, real quick, I'm going to tell you the story. One lady, my, I I was going a couple years ago, I was my friends were picking me up to go to a Halloween party. My doorbell rang. I thought it was them. I opened the door. It was all these little kids. I was like, "Listen, I got no candy for you guys. I'm sorry." The mom ran up my driveway. What are you opening your door for if you didn't have any Halloween candy? Who do you think you're, like, screaming at me, cursing at me. Her kids were, like, six years old. I was like, lady, you're cursing in front of your kids. I'm sorry. I thought it was, thought it was my friends. You knocked on my door. I'm opening because I thought it was my friends. Anyway, like, people like that, that just get so crazy on Halloween. I'd like to eradicate them.
2: Bill, you're you're built kind of like Michael Myers. You're a big dude. Yeah. You could be you could just hide in the bushes and scare the bejesus out of these kids. I mean, that would I'm be just, fun. That,
1: that no? doesn't, that's not fun to me, hiding in bushes. What? Why would I want to do that?
2: Why not? <laughs> All right, let's get back to Patrick. He's he's like, he's like. what am I doing on this what show? What am I doing
1: on this show? Yeah. Poor Patrick.
5: Okay. It's nothing I don't hear in St. Louis here anytime. I'm on the, I'm on the radio. So.
1: Speaking of St. Louis, quickly, Patrick, what's the uh, feeling last night after the Cardinals uh, lost? Uh,
5: You know what? I'm doing pretty good. Um. As far as the rest of the city, I think it's safe to say that it's a somber day. But uh, you know what? It's still, uh, it's, always a, it's still a good thing when your team can get to the, uh, to the championship game. It, it sucks that you lose it. But the Red Sox were just the better team in the series. I mean, there's no really other way to talk about it other than the pitching was pretty equal. They just had bigger hits. And, uh, I mean, goodness, David Ortiz is just a monster. You, you got to have respect for that guy, even if he's on the other team.
1: Now you have to realize I did ask you that just out of kind of courtesy because I know you're from St. Louis, but I don't know anything about baseball and I have no idea what you were just really saying. So I'm just <laughs> going to take I'm just going to take your word for it, Pat. Yeah, that's fine. All right, See,
2: Pat. Here's what you're dealing with, Pat. You're dealing with a guy who a hates Halloween. Yep. B hates, hates baseball. baseball. What else? He, there's a lot of hate with Bill.
1: Yep. I'm a hateful guy.
2: He's a hard guy to co host with, Pat.
1: I Oh, yeah. I can only he like,
5: imagine. Time. He does like football. He also likes, uh, you do like talking to people outside the NFL draft, though, about uh, Buster yep. Hyman and, and, and others like that.
1: So that is correct. You got, a little bit you'll always have story. that. you always be number one in my book for that. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate it. Let's get to your scouting report for the famous horror movie villains. Now, I have to admit, you ranked 11 guys here or you gave scouting reports for 11 guys. I've only seen three of these movies, one of which was Ghostbusters, which is not really a horror movie to begin with. But I do like the fact that you put the State Puff Marshmallow Man. Let's start off with who you think the best player in the NFL would be out of all these horror movie characters.
5: Well, I think it's a toss-up between Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. Um and really, I'm 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 always partial to Michael because I'm a I'm a fan of the movie Halloween. Yes. If I'm gonna if if I'm gonna watch a horror movie, that's the one to watch—the original one. Um, the way they made that movie was pretty incredible. I think they were on a really limited budget. I'm I'm going deep here on facts for you. Seventy thousand dollar yeah, budget,
2: I believe. Yeah,
5: wow. absolutely. And they had to use they spray painted the leaves and they they filmed it in California to make it look like you know they had to make it look like fall. They did all kinds of great stuff with it. But the bottom line is, you know, Michael Myers—that it's you just can't. You can't knock him down you, just when you think he's down, he's gonna get back up and and uh, I think you know he's not gonna be he's not gonna win on style points, but as far as uh, just being able to plow through and keep going, I think he's somebody you could probably uh, hand the ball off to you know fifteen to twenty times and I, I I believe I made the comparison that he was kind of like the the serial killing version of John riggins <laughs> <Yeah. where it's, laughs> nice. you know he's he's not gonna be he's not gonna wow you with the speed, but he's he's gonna be damn effective and and I think he has uh, i think he would have potential.
1: I love the report here his biggest weakness past family troubles could make him a locker room cancer.
5: Exactly. <laughs> That's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, man. you know, if you you killed your your sister or your or your parents and he's committed to an insane asylum.
2: So, basically what you got, It's got is... you got
5: to think that at the scouting combine for the player interviews, I mean, there's going to be a lot of questions there. So I basically,
2: mean, if, he would have landed on the Bengals or the Raiders.
5: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would yeah, it would be. Especially the Bengals of like two or three or four years yes. ago when it seemed like everybody on their defensive line had a criminal record. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he could look good in the in the black and orange too, now that you say it.
2: I, I like it. I think that'd be a good one. Um, now, Bill, the only thing the one thing that caught Bill's attention from your article was the picture of Jessica Beale mm-hmm. sweating through her tank top as you write. Right um, in the remake for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Talk to us about Leatherface and his NFL scouting report. Well, I think
5: Leatherface, um, I, I think <laughs> it, it's going to come down to whether or not he wants to adhere to the rules. Now, he's obviously gained a lot of uh, infamy by creating masks out of human flesh. <laughs> so, you know, if he can wear, if he's willing to wear the NFL mask and, and abide by those rules, I think he could be powerful as, you know, maybe a tight end. I think I could see him being kind of like a Gronk type. He's going to have to, you know, he can't. You can't bring your weapons with you, though. I mean, I don't think that the NFL would. They'd probably frown upon that. And that's kind of why I thought Michael Myers would stand out because Michael Myers' strength, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't necessarily need his butcher knife to slaughter somebody. He can use his hands, um, and he can get creative sometimes too. Now, so.
4: Pat,
2: I heard that Leatherface did not score well in the Wonderlick. Is that going to affect no, us? he didn't, and
5: I, I think that they, they chalked that up to just being uh, secluded in a basement for his entire life. He doesn't really get out much. Um, I don't know if that's why, I mean, anytime you say Wonderlic, it makes me think of Vince Young. I don't know if his Wonderlic score was on, the, on par with Vince Young, but it was definitely, <laughs> definitely raised some red flags in NFL circles.
2: What do you think, Bill? So the only movie you've seen on here, Bill, is, is Ghostbusters, for God's sakes?
1: I've seen Psycho the Remake. Vince Vaughn? Yes, with Vince Vaughn. I've seen Stap- uh, Ghostbusters, and I've seen Scream. Uh,
2: well, you should just... Now, yeah,
1: it.
5: and I think Scream is an interesting case because you could, like I mentioned in the article, you, there's multiple people that played the Ghostface Killer. Right. Um, so that would kind of, if if they're allowed to, to stay incognito, that's going to be tough for any defense to prepare for, for the Ghostface Killer because you don't really know who it's going to be. Now, the, the flip side to that is, unlike Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, and even Leatherface to an extent, uh, the Ghostface killer doesn't really take punishment well. So you'd have to just make sure that you had some of your other ghost face people, you know, in the locker room in the event that one of them went down in
2: the first half. <laughs> Bill, so you have not seen The Shining?
1: No. Seriously? So Jack, uh, Jack Torrance, I mean, I. I what does he say? Um, what is the famous line? Here's Johnny's Johnny. here? Yeah, here's Johnny. here's Johnny. Right, I have no idea
2: what that's referring to. You ever hear of an actor named Jack Nicholson? Yeah, I know Jack Nicholson is Todd. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I I love this movie. To me, Halloween's one, and Shining is right up there. Heart um, and horror flicks. It's not a very Halloweeny type movie. More of a wintry. Uh, yeah, the, the
5: shine I, I I'm with you there. I think I think the Shining actually might be a little bit. It's good. They definitely got their own ways of scaring people, and that there's right. a little bit more realism. I think just because it's it's a dad who's going crazy. Whereas you know Michael Myers is just he can't really be killed, right? Um, but I, I think there's, but they both have their perks, and I think you know this time of year Halloween's definitely the uh, the, the go-to for the flick. But I, I'm with you; I think you could definitely have a good time watching uh, The Shining on a, on a on a cold night somewhere.
2: I hear you, but let's, let's talk about Jack Torrance, the the villain in that movie, the Jack Nicholson. All right, so you know. Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Leatherface—these are big, menacing. You know, they're kind of built like Bill Enright. They're big, tight end-looking guys. Okay, <laughs> Jack Torrance—not right. so much. I mean, he kind of—he's kind of built like a kicker. So, where, where does he fit in? I mean, in the scouting report, what are the, what is he being—you know—kind of recruited as? What position would he play?
5: Well, I think I think scouts, after you know, doing the the analysis of uh, just his interviews and his Wonderlick test and, and the combine itself. You know, he's not a phys- – like you said, he's not a physically imposing – he's not naturally gifted physically or athletically. But he's got an uncanny ability to just kind of go crazy. And if you can just kind of harness and channel that, it, it could work out. And, you know, I think the scouts made the comparison that they could see him, you know, having a long career as like a Bill Bates type of player ah. where he – for the for the Cowboys, you know, of the 90s that won those Super Bowls, where he's, he's not only is he playing safety and, and – and hitting people, but he's also uh, running down the field and on special teams and contributing that way. So, maybe, so I think I think Torrance is definitely a guy who would get the most out of his ability.
2: Maybe like a Larry Izzo, too. Sure. Oh, yeah,
5: yeah you, can, you can go
1: that route.
2: Got it. Yeah, see that? See, there you go, Bill. So there's a place for Jack Torrance in the NFL.
1: Pat Imig is our guest from coldhardfootballfacts.com. You can follow Pat at Patrick Imig. Uh, he's also the host of The People Show on CBS Sports Radio, 920 AM. Uh, or inside St. Louis, inside STL dot com. Pat, a couple more questions for you. What do you think of the NFL season so far? If you had to pick one scary guy in the NFL as a player, who who would it be? One
5: scary guy.
1: Yeah, one who's the scariest player in the NFL?
5: Well, uh, he's not a player, but Jerry Jones scares me.
1: <laughs> what?
5: I, just with all the just all the plastic surgery, that that scares me. Okay, um, as far as as far as on the field, um, man,
1: it's a tough one. I... I'll
2: tell you what, Bill. I, I wouldn't want to be an opposing quarterback when Sue's uh, about to stomp on me.
1: I was going to say Sue, J.J. Watt, or what about Marshawn Lynch? He's a scary the... dude. Yeah, you know I what?
2: I think,
5: I think I'm think i with you on Sue and on Lynch. Lynch is actually he, – really, he kind of looks the most like the Predator, and I, I that's something I, that our scouts probably missed right uh, with that with that write-up on cold hard football facts but um lynch is an imposing guy sue definitely um and then you know here in st louis to me right now the uh, kellen clemens scares the hell out of me so <laughs> the idea that, of kellen clemens starting at starting quarterback trying to win a game on the final play of Monday night football that's that's frightening to me that's downright scary
1: uh, one final question for you, Pat. If you had to pick one of these guys, who would it be that you want on your team long term, not just for like one or two games? Who would it be long term?
5: Out of the list from the eleven, right? Um, I think I, I think I just got to go with Michael Myers. You're sticking with your boy did, Myers, yes. huh? Yeah, I just think, just it, like I said, it's not flashy, it's not fancy, but he's gonna what he's gonna do is just he's gonna. He's gonna he's gonna grind out. He's gonna wear down defenses, and every time you think he's done for on the sideline, he's gonna pop back up. And you know, he doesn't have that breakaway speed. But if you can have a if you got a quarterback that can hand him the ball and you can make plays downfield, you don't need him to to run 80 yards a drive. He can just kind of come in as needed. So I think I think Myers would have the most longevity
1: quote from your scouting report biggest strength for michael myers from halloween endurance toughness can withstand punishment and just keeps on plowing ahead those are the kind of football players we like indeed patrick Imig from cold hard again you can follow pat on twitter at patrick emig we appreciate you coming on man my man and uh great list this is uh, really good stuff even though i don't like halloween i really enjoyed your scouting report for the famous horror movie villains
5: appreciate it fellas and uh We'll have to get you guys here on St. Louis Airwaves here sometime in the near future.
1: Absolutely. If you ever need anything fantasy football related, uh, you let Todd know because, you know, I'm too busy to do that stuff. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, my friend. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anytime, Pat. We appreciate you coming on. All right. Take
2: care. Thanks, Pat. Take All care. right. That article is on coldhardfootballfacts.com, Bill. And it's um, we, actually, we actually also featured it at Football Nation today, given the uh, holiday that is today. Yeah, I'm no, gonna throw it's... it
1: up on. I'm gonna throw it up on Facebook too because it's it's just that good.
2: Yeah, I put it on Facebook, Twitter. I did the whole thing. It's uh, it's pretty funny. So the other the other guys that he um does a scouting report on are Norman Bates from Psycho. I'll just wrap yeah. them off. Frankenstein. Okay.
1: You know, he didn't mention Frankenstein. I was kind of waiting for him to say, "Listen, this is a perfect tight end," but I guess his you know speed, what, in, his speed and
2: agility, is not there. Who would you rather have a tight end now? Would you rather have like a Gronk, Jimmy Graham? Or an old-fashioned tight end like Mike Dicka back in the day. Uh, back in the day,
1: I'd probably want Gronk or Grant. You know what I mean? So Frankenstein's
2: yeah. kind of like that old-school guy that yeah. kind of evolved over the years. Right, that's true. Another guy, Chucky, right? The little He's... doll. Yep.
1: Never Looks saw like John... that movie, but I know who he is.
2: Looks like John Gruden. Right. Jack Torrance from The Shining. Cujo, the dog. Cujo, the uh, rabid dog. The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Great Ghost... old lineman. Yeah, I have to be, or just a D tackle, just a just a space, you know, just to, to plug up space. A hole clogger. Yeah, exactly. Ghostface from the movie Scream. Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: I like what he said about Freddy. I He'd do be too. better served as a front office type. The ability to get in and other uh, to get in on other GM's dreams and dictate player uh, development. Could prove beneficial. That was a good line there.
2: As he said, the weakness for Freddie was he can't catch the ball without popping it. <laughs> That's true, too. So he's not a receiver. No. Uh, he also, you know, we talked about Leatherface, Jason Voorhees, and Michael Myers. So it's a good list in the spirit of the uh, the holiday season. A nice picture of Jessica Biel there for you, Bill. Um, good stuff, man. Now, it's disappointing that, um, you know, you haven't seen any of these movies. You, you've really, you've really got to see The Shining and Halloween, please. Just, just watch those two. Just watch those two. You know,
1: I'm, I'm sure I've seen. Like, have not there been like 20 Halloweens?
2: Well, yeah, the, the franchise took off, and it, it's gone through different iterations. Just watch the first one, the original from 1978 that, or whatever.
1: Is that with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. You see her naked? No. No. Well, then I have no interest.
2: Tight sweaters. Nah. But no, no interest. No. Nah. She's really young in that one. It's like her first movie ever.
1: I'm le- listen. I'm legit scared. Like, I will have nightmares if I watch these movies. You I see, watch American PJ
2: Souls. What? PJ Souls. What's was was that? A, she's a girl. A girl <laughs> oh. you see topless. There's a couple topless girls in this one, but not like, not, uh, not uh, Jamie Lee.
1: A new show on FX is American Horror Story. You, you watched that show?
2: I did, yeah.
1: Well, my girlfriend loves it, and she makes me watch it every Wednesday night, and I have to watch this show, and I'm legit a little bit, you know, creeped out. So uh, for a this, big for a big yeah. guy, Todd, I'm very, very I'm a very, very much a scaredy cat. And we're I have learning, no problem admitting
2: it. We're learning a lot about you, Bill. You're just a scared, scared little boy. All
1: right, we got a lot to break down. About a half hour left in the show. Full breakdown of the week nine matchups. Uh, we'll also take more of your fantasy football telephone calls and emails eight five five four seven eight. 7030 is the phone number. Radio at footballnation.com is the email address. More football nation coming up right after this.
0: Todd DeVries and Bill Enright bring you the latest trends from the NFL on Football Nation.
1: Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won hundred grand in his very first football contest. $100,000, the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck.
2: ColdHardFootballFacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at ColdHardFootballFacts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit coldhardfootballfacts.com, click CHFF insider and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts insider today at coldhardfootballfacts.com you know who wasn't surprised when the likes of tom kaepernick alfred morris doug martin and rg3 took the nfl by storm last fall the guys at collegefootballgeek.com that's who collegefootballgeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008 we're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level At collegefootballgeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part, it's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league, or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out collegefootballgeek.com
0: FF Champs! Win your fantasy league and your trophy too It's FF Champs FF Champs for you News advice, rankings and expert advice too FF Champs is for you FFchamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFchamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. Football, football, and more football at footballnation.com.
1: All right, little Ghostbusters. See, this is a movie I can get down with. Not too scary, but still, like, funny enough where I can kind of – Convince people that it's a comedy, and that's why I like it. You don't put you put Ghostbusters in a horror movie uh no. territory No, right? More no. of a comedy. No. It's science like it, it's science in the, fiction. It's in the
2: Casper the Friendly Ghost category for like five and six year olds.
1: I can get down with some Casper.
2: Yeah.
1: Science fiction movies I like too. You asked me what kind of movies I like before. Science fiction's up there too.
2: Well, you mentioned uh, Fifth Element the other day.
1: Love Fifth Element. Love this. Love the new Star Wars stuff. Uh, not Star Wars, Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, I love the new Star Trek stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah, and
1: of course, one of my all-time favorite shows ever was Lost.
2: Yeah, well,
1: that's very sci-fi.
2: Yeah, so I, I'm guessing you're not one of those guys that goes into the, you know, those field of screams type uh, events in cornfields.
1: You know, it's funny you mentioned that because a couple weeks ago, weekends ago, I went to a uh, haunted house. One of the um, okay. I've been to Universal Studios on Halloween when I at my previous job I was down there in Florida, yeah. and that was pretty cool because like all the, the characters like they run around as zombies that was pretty cool I wasn't that scared. The haunted houses were kind of lame. It was more like Disney movie kind of stuff. Okay. But this haunted house that I went to the other day it was called Bane. Uh, it was in, it, it was in New ah. Jersey. It was in North Jersey. It was called Bane, and it was the it wasn't scary like yeah people pop out at you and kind of like that kind of scary. It was like psychologically scary like. They put me in a box. They locked the box. They spun me around. I get out of the box. It's pitch black. And then all of a sudden, I walk into this next room, and, like, the walls are moving. I'm dizzy as hell. The walls are moving all around me. You had to crawl through one of those things that, you know, that, like, one um, of those things that they put the at the morgue, like, those sliding things that they, like, it leads to, like, the refrigerator or whatever. Okay. You had to climb. You had to crawl through one of those. It was just very, very, like... Messed with your mind, which I actually enjoyed. Um, I went with a bunch of couples, and I, I, you know, I couldn't be the only one that stayed outside. while my girlfriend went in, so I had to do it, and, I, and I'm very thankful that I did because it was actually kind of cool.
2: You fit through that uh, thing? You fit in barely,
1: there? barely fit through. What if you I was got wedged actually, in there? I was very. I was like, listen, I'm not going to fit, and you know, they have like a person in a mask like walk you know like telling you, you to do like go to the next step I was like yo man I'm not going to fit in here just get in I was like no you don't understand I was like I was like no you don't understand I'm not going to fit in this box He's like you'll fit get in the box I was like I don't know dude I'm not going to fit He's like yo you're holding up the line get in you'll fit Like it took me 3 times to finally get through to him you know to talk in his normal voice
2: <laughs> he finally broke character?
1: Yeah, he broke character. He's like, yo, yo, man, can you just get in? You're holding up the line. Was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was good, good stuff. But you know, I went with a group of I think ten and they separate you right away. So, you know, uh, I was yeah, it was kind well, of fun. No, Is well, that I mean they care? separated you they, they separated you into couples, so it was like two at a time.
2: Okay. Alright. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: See? A little Halloween fun for Bill.
1: I, I didn't. I, I actually enjoyed that. I did. You're coming and around. I enjoyed that. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. All
2: right.
1: But I what, did, what's next? I didn't enjoy that. Ooh, uh, let's get to some by. emails. I want to help out as many people as possible for week nine, crucial week nine here in the NFL in the fantasy football season. Um, but I, I don't know who's next on our list.
2: All right. I think Lou Catch-22 is next.
1: Okay. What do we got for Lou? He's
2: trying to improve his roster. Uh, his record is forward for full-point PPR. Yeah. Um, who should I grab off the waiver wire, if anybody? Okay. Mm. Monte Ball, Kendall Hunter, Bryce Brown, McGahee, Ivory. Mm-mm-mm. Not a lot of wide receivers here. Drew Davis, no. Riley Cooper.
1: No one really a wide receiver. I would go after a running back, either Monte Ball or, or Kendall Hunter. Um,
2: Are you dropping well, from his roster? I-, I might drop Nate Washington.
1: Yeah, I would drop Nate Washington. But, Todd, you know what? He has LaShawn McCoy. Would it be smart if he had Bryce Brown? Oh, good point. You know, like, if you're going to handcuff somebody, it might as well be your handcuff. Um, good point. I mean, so he's, got, might... he's already
2: got Dwight Bell and Ben right. Tate, so he's already got, like, handcuffs for guys he doesn't have the lead dog for. Um, yeah, yeah, but he's smart.
1: Yeah, that's what I would go with. Although, I think Monte Ball, man – Something about that guy, I think he's going to end up taking over because we know Sean Marino just can't stay healthy.
2: Maybe, hey, he has Kendall Tompkins, Kimbrell Tompkins on his team.
1: So drop Tompkins, stop, drop Nate Washington, pick up ball and pick up Bryce Brown?
2: <laughs> They'll have four backup running,
1: running backs. backs. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Hey, hopefully some of them, one of them goes down for, you know, losing. I'm
2: not huge on Kimbrell Tompkins the rest of the way. And Nate no, Washington, me either. I don't care about him either. So um, I'm looking to see if he can get, through with the rest of what he has, Keenan Allen, Cecil Shorts. That's, that's might be what I would do, Bill.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I would go with.
2: So there he you end, go.
1: He ends the email. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Happy Halloween, Todd. Happy Thursday Night Football, Bill. Don't forget to turn off your per- porch lights. I like.
2: Yeah, he doesn't acknowledge you because you don't. You're done. That's fine. You, uh,
1: you that's know. fine with me. He says Happy Thursday Night Football because he knows that's what I'm going to be doing.
2: There you go.
1: No one better interrupt the game tonight.
2: What you mean Streaker?
1: No, I mean
2: oh, Trick or Treaters. Why don't you just put up a sign? Get out. Yeah, go away.
1: Gr- grumpy twenty-eight-year-old that is way past his years and doesn't want to be bothered. Yes. <laughs> He's bigger, I'm
2: bigger than you. Say I'm yeah. bigger than you. Get a, go out. Get out of here.
1: Um. Next email is from Jeff H. Uh, I guess his question's in the subject line: Geo Bernard or Geo Tory Smith.
2: Uh, I don't know. Not a lot of for, to go off here. Yeah, uh, I don't Torrey know. The Smith, format. Uh, maybe I don't know. Tory Smith. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I have no idea what the score. Literally, the email is blank. He just know, wrote, it, wrote yeah. his question in the subject mark. So I'm not. You know, All
2: right. Let's, get, let's just do one of two things. If it's PPR, what are you doing, Geo. All right. If it's not PPR, Tory Smith. Exactly. I'm doing yeah. that. Brady, Tom Brady, Terrell Pryor.
1: Oh, man. Brady, I guess. Brady, I'm gonna go with Brady.
2: Okay. Next email that I have here, Bill, you might have skipped this one, um, is from Tom.
1: Yeah, Tom Thomas. O'Connell. Okay. Yes. Good luck trying to get through this one.
2: <laughs> That's why you skipped it, huh?
1: Yeah. Lynch hurt. Lynch. Hurt. Lynch hurt. Semicolon. No, no, no. Lynch hurt. What's the semicolon? The dot and the comma. What is that yeah, called? Yeah, the semicolon. Alright, Lynch hurt, semicolon, rice out. What is that one? The two dots. Colon. Colon. Alright, so Lynch hurt, semicolon. Rice out, colon, Tate, capitalized question mark. No idea what that means. Right. Next one. Next line. This is all the email says. Charles Hurt, semicolon. Buffalo Pasty Horrendous. Colon Bo question mark. Next line. Sin on Ghastly Thursday night at Miami. Colin Jones question mark Tate Bow <laughs> Jones question mark The only player that I know what the hell he's talking about is Dwayne Bow because I think he's the only player in the league with that last name. Tate is it Golden Tate? Is it Ben Tate? Lynch Hurt Rice out Tate? I guess it's, it's Golden Tate. No, no, it's got to be Golden Tate.
2: He's talking about two two running backs.
1: No, he's talking about two Seattle players. You're wrong. Lynch hurt Marshawn.
2: Oh, I thought he was talking about, okay. Rice
1: out. Sidney Rice is out. Tate, question mark. I don't know if he needs two out of these three wide receivers. Sin on Gasly Thursday night at Miami, I guess. But I don't know what he needs out of this. I don't know his scoring format. Thomas, Tom, it's man. It's PPR
2: pick two, it says. PPR pick two. Oh, and
1: the subject.
2: Yeah, so there you go. Tate, Golden Tate, Dwayne Bowe, Marvin Jones, pick two. I'm this going must, Tate and Jones.
1: This probably is the worst way to write an email possible for such a simple question. <laughs> Need two of these three, PPR league. Golden Tate, Dwayne Bow, or Marvin Jones? Tate and Jones. Uh, yes, Tate and Jones. That's fine.
2: See? We got through it.
1: That nah, wasn't so bad Barely, barely. Uh, Toasty
2: Dosty he, uh, he sent us some Halloween greetings earlier Now he has a flex question Okay. Green Alice or Amendola?
1: I'm um, just trying to look at his scoring format here Does it Standard. happen
2: in the screenshot? Standard. Standard
1: league Then I'm, I'm going to go with Green Alice See?
2: That was an easy question
1: That was an easy one
2: Alright Next one Tight end flex and trade question Yeah Non-PPR We're allowed to use a tight end as a flex Who, They're Who's this one are two from? tight ends this week Fleener and Tim Wright Instead of Oh No Dwayne Bowe yeah. What do you think?
1: Is this from Rick? Rick and Houston? Rick and Houston. Um, all right, I'm thinking of playing two tight ends. So
2: basically, in... he's benching yeah, Bo
1: for... I I like that idea. Okay. I like that idea.
2: Next question. I have three flex positions to fill this week. I have the filing players available. Keenan Allen, Dwayne Bow, Tim Wright, Tory Smith, D- Darren Sproles, Bernard Pierce.
1: Three flex positions to Kenan fill. Keenan Allen is in. Yes. Torrey, Torrey Smith, Smith is, is, in. is in. And I think Darren Sproles is in. Darren Sproles non- is in. Non-PPR? Non-PPR. Um, Darren Sproles is going to get into the end zone this week. I'm going to put in Sproles.
2: All right. Keenan Allen, Toy Smith, Sproles, I'm with you there. Yep. Also, he's just been offered a trade. He will give up Matt Ryan and get Tannehill and Denarius Moore in return. Already he already, have already has Rivers. Rivers as his quarterback. He doesn't need Matt Ryan.
1: Are you really getting an upgrade with Denarius Moore? I don't think so. Right? I mean, why are you taking on Tannehill? You already have Rivers.
2: Here's what I will say. I like the, the idea that you're, you've are you got two quarterbacks. Get rid of one of them, and I would try right. to get rid of Matt Ryan. I think yeah. you can get more from Matt Ryan than that. I did, than too. I That's did probably the deal. Um, I, now, if you like Daenerys more a lot, Rick, um, I haven't been one of my leagues. You know, If you really need them for some reason, then do the deal. But I think you probably could get a little bit more on this one. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, next one. David says, uh, oh, geez, no on Ridley. Um, Bolden what? and oh, Tank he was talk- Blank. He's uh, yeah, you can say it. Uh, Bolden and Tankass Blount steals touches.
1: Yeah, I guess he was talking about our uh, DraftKings overpriced. Yes, he, listen, they're not stealing touches anymore. You know, Ridley's getting it done. It's not like it was the first five weeks of the season. Changed a little bit. David Pitt has Croft a lot of emails
2: back. to get through here. Did you see All this? Right. That's okay. There's like eighty emails from him. Okay, next one says. Uh, Bates Motel is a new show. It's great. Norman Bates is a kid. Check it out. Okay. It's from David. Another one from David. Steve Smith or Kendall Wright? Um,
1: I need to know the PPR. I need to know if it was PPR. If it's non-PPR, I'd go with Steve Smith. But PPR, Kendall Wright, very sneaky play. All right,
2: I'm gonna bang through all David's emails and then all I'll right. get to the others. Okay. The next one, um, Ghostface Killer from Wu Tang.
1: Well, do you understand that reference, Todd? Yes, I do. Alright, good for you. Wu Tang Clan is a rap group who I'm uh a big fan of. Ghostface Killer is not the Ghostface killer killer that we were referencing to. Obviously the guy from Scream was the ghost face with that mask.
2: The best killer is Crazy Eyes Killer.
1: Crazy Eyed. Crazy Eyed Killer from Kirby Enthusiasm. Yes.
2: <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> Crazy Eyes,
1: I'm your cracker.
2: That's one of my favorite uh Ep- curbs with- ever. Well, with
1: Wanda Sykes? Time. Yeah, that's a good one. It's
2: one of the best ever. That,
1: is a good, that, that was from the first season, I think.
2: Uh, it was early on. Was early yeah, on. that
1: right. I, I still reference that one with my friends. That is a good one. Crazy right. head killer.
2: Very, can't say a lot of that on the air, but it's very good. Next, Next one from David is scary equals Suggs.
1: That is a good suggestion. Terrell Suggs, absolutely. Scary's players. Yes.
2: Yes. Um. All right. Many sends us a picture of Jessica Biel. Thank you. Yeah, and she's in a bikini and uh, – yeah, Showing some camel toe. There you go. Yep. So there you go. So now I'm going to revert back to the, all the other emails that were intertwined there. We well, got God bless from... because I'm lost now. <laughs> no, one. I'm good. I'm good. Leon <laughs> yeah, has a question, Bill. Okay. Two questions. Should I go with Matt Ryan or Andy Dalton this week?
1: Uh, man. Matt Ryan. I think I said that before too. Number
2: two, Jason Campbell or Joe Flacco this week? Colin Kaepernick is on by. So he I, to would go, I would go I would with Flacco. I agree.
1: Yeah. You know what I love about these emails? Like, we get to see what everyone does for a living. Obviously, like, people know what we do. We're on, you know, we run Football Nation. You know, like, signatures. People have all these signatures. Yeah, like, I think it's kind of interesting to see, you know, how many lawyers are listening to the show and emailing us when they should be, you know, getting charged, three, charging people $300 an hour, but they're really listening to us. I, I find that. The, the, I find I think that. Kind the, of all cool. these are
2: fake, and all these people that are listening are in jail, and they just write fake signatures that they're doctors and lawyers.
1: Well, that's, you know, that's the theory my girlfriend has on, on our other show.
2: Yeah. At all, locations. The, all these people listening are in jail. Did you see the uh, Toasty Doasty sent us a little Photoshop action? Did you see oh, he
1: did. Love Toasty Dosty's Photoshop.
2: Uh, sent at 1:23 p.m. If you're looking for it, Bill, it's um, it's kind of like a Brady Bunch. You know how they have like the nine squares? Yeah. All right, but there's four squares. One is of of my face, and next to it, it says I heart Halloween. Yeah. Then there's a picture of a menacing Bill Enright with Jessica Biel. Like right there you go. I like that. She's looking away from you, though. Do you notice that? I picture? wish she was
1: looking toward me. I mean, I I think he would probably, like, flip that picture, like, invert the horizontal line, so have her looking at me instead. That would have been nice.
2: Yeah. yeah. That would have been nice. Good yeah, picture. good one. Another one from Luke. Catch All right. He's uh, kind of helping. He's talking about a previous conversation we had on the show. He said that Tom Brady, in his costume, remember we talked yeah. about Tom and Giselle. Yeah, sure. He said Tom Brady said he was the cowardly lion when he was in a play as a kid. What a sissy. Ugh. Happy Halloween to those who believe. Michael Myers rules.
0: Yes. I was
1: in I was in one play as a kid and it was I was Babe Ruth. Baller. <laughs> That's baller status. If you were in a play as a kid and you were the cowardly lion, that is not baller status. Although, I mean Tom Brady is still Tom Brady at the end of the day.
2: Lou, my man Lou, he loves Michael Myers. See? It's a cult I, following, man. Uh, we're into uh, it.
1: Are you guys? Don't uh, mess with us. Anyone have NFL Network on right now? You know, I I have it above my TV screen when we're on the show, and I have it muted. You know, Molly's Molly Querum or whatever however yeah. you say her name. She's very very gifted uh, body wise. Yep. She kind of looks like Kim Kardashian a little bit. Yep. She is wearing the shortest skirt that I think NFL Network would ever allow on air.
2: Who are the men on the set today? I have
1: no idea who this joker is, but Molly's looking pretty
2: good yeah because you know what I like to do when she's on set honestly I like to watch the the other guys that are there and try the to watch her yeah. yeah because they always like right before they go away like the um, you know the end of a segment and they're going to the next thing they catch a glimpse
1: you know I think she used to follow me on Twitter and then I might have said something inappropriate one time and then she stopped following <sighs> me true story but she I mean, is the, looking so good right now why in she the has like would she this white on Twitter. I don't know, because I'm a, you know I'm an interesting follow. Yeah. Uh, she has the shortest little white skirt. This is why I love Halloween. This is the only reason why I love Halloween. Oh, is she because... in a costume? Yeah, she's in a costume. Oh,
2: well, what's she dressed up like?
1: She's dressed up as, she has a number 10 New York Giants jersey on with Quarum, her name, last name in the back, instead of Eli. And then she has a little white skirt on. I'm telling you, the producers at NFL Network probably took out a ruler and were like, all right, we need to measure if you can wear that on air. And she has, like, those knee-high socks on. She's looking smoking.
2: That's what I need someone to
1: send us a picture of.
2: Josh, get her on the show.
1: I'll work on that today. I'm telling you, I think think she (laughs) – I think I said something messed up one time, and she stopped following me. Is
2: that what you do? You send messed up things on Twitter? I
1: I don't think I said something to her. I think I said something one time, and
2: after that, she stopped following me. Is there a
5: restraining order I should be worried about here? No, no, no,
2: no. (laughs) No. Yeah, we can't get Josh in the middle of any you know, legal stuff. No, it's all good. But she is looking really good. God bless. Two more emails that I have, Bill. Um, I got four. All right. Well, let me do the two I have because okay. we're all over the place. Uh, That's all right. Steven, pretty quick, quick question here. Yeah. D'Angela Williams or Brandon Bolden? Uh, D'Angelo Williams. Got it. And he says, yes, you can see from my signature in the email what I do, but please don't mention it on the
1: air. Yeah, see, like, that seems like an important job right there that he probably should be focusing on, but instead, I love it. He's listening to us, Fantasy Football, you know, during the workday. I love it, love it, love it, love it.
2: I totally agree. Um, the next one, oh, Totsi Dosi just sent us a picture of Molly. Oh, he's on top nah, of that.
1: That's nah, not, that's not what she's wearing. She looks a lot better right now.
2: All right. Next one is from Ike in Charlotte, Bill. Non PPR, yeah. pick two of these three: Sproles, Lamar Miller, Zach Stacy. And what does he say in parentheses? I'm turning my porch light off too this year.
1: Damn right, Ike and Charlotte. I like that. What he's a grumpy with me. Guy, anti-Halloween bunch. Um, pick two. Listen, this one's a little tough. Lamar Miller's playing tonight. Darren Sproles, non PPR. I don't love him. And then Zach Stacy. We don't know if he's going to play, so we can't risk. Stacy yeah. not playing. So he has to put Miller in tonight. I agree. You gotta I think put if, Miller in. I think if Stacy plays, he plugs in Stacy. If not, you gotta go
2: with rolls. Yeah. I think that you, you, you can't afford to get a zero. Right. So you've gotta unfortunately Thursday night football coming back to haunt us, pardon the pun. Right. You gotta play Miller tonight and then just wait and see what happens Sunday morning and then, you know, you got a decision to make there. And like you said, Bill, it, probably Stacy if he if he sounds like you know, like he's gonna play.
0: Right.
1: It's pretty hot right, right now. Yeah, over 100 yards against the Seahawks.
2: Next one I have, Bill, is PPR League. Jeez, um, um, he, he wants help with his lineup. Okay, he's going to start Rivers. At running back, he's got Trent, Forte, Sproles, Gio, and he's got to pick two of those guys. Forte and Geo. Okay. At wide receiver, Demarius Thomas, Nah no. Flash Gordon, Ty T. Hilton, Amendola, Edelman, Keenan I think,
1: Allen. I think that's supposed to be Daniel Thomas. Demarius Thomas on the bye this week.
2: All right. Well, it says D. Thomas. I have no idea. All right. Yeah, I don't. It's either. not. Maybe you're right because I mean that's a, okay. That's what you're saying. That's yeah. that's his last running back, not his right, first right, receiver. Right. 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 All right. Gordon, Hilton, Amendola, Edelman, Keenan Allen. Knicks.
1: PPR. I'm going with Hilton
2: and Gordon. Hillen and Gordon. All right, then he's got to flex. So he can put he can put Keenan Allen in there, Trent, yeah. Sproles.
1: Yeah, to me it's between Sproles, Edelman, or Keenan Allen. Oh, boy, that's tough. I, I just wish Darren Sproles had a better game last week because to me it would be a no-brainer. I kind of wish Danny Amendola had a better game last week. I'm going to suggest going with Keenan Allen here. I know that might be a little sketchy, but he's putting up big-time stats, and they're coming off a bye, and starting playing against Rivers, the Redskins. At quarterback. Yeah, go with Rivers and Allen. I like that matchup this week.
2: Okay. Next uh, email I have is from David again, who has a picture of Tom Brady with, in a dog collar. He says, cowardly dog. Yeah. David's, David's uh, very active with the emails today. And other than that, I don't have anything else.
1: No, neither do I. Um, um, I, what? I said, wow, we got through it. Yeah, we did. Well, hey, we're professionals, man. That's what we do. Um, we have, like, five minutes left in the show. Do you, either of you, the night before Halloween, what do you guys call it? Do you call it anything?
2: Um, it used to be called Mischief Night.
1: Yeah, Mischief Night. But apparently I saw a map today on, like, Deadspin or something. Only people in the tri-state area call it Mischief Night. No, we call it Mischief
5: Night in uh, Massachusetts.
1: You do? In Philly, in yeah. Philly
2: it was always called Mischief Night. All right. Well, I guess this map was wrong then.
1: You go around toilet papering all the houses. Now, have you guys, have either of you guys, going back to your days as a teenager or maybe at college, have either of you gotten in trouble on either Halloween or Mischief Night? Yes. No. What What, what happened? Can you tell us?
2: <laughs> Excuse me. Um, throwing eggs at cars. Throwing eggs at cars. Okay. And who'd you get in trouble by? The guy driving the car.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: whoops exactly that's what i said
0: <laughs> you We got were, out of the car
2: we were in our see we were in our neighborhood um we picked a spot where like we weren't gonna like hopefully cars were gonna wreck okay you know right I mean? it was in the neighborhood they're going slow whatever it wasn't it was also it was not halloween it was mischief night so there were right, kids okay. walking around trick-or-treating whatever yeah
1: um
2: but it was kind of like you know how like in the movies like you, you pick the wrong guy to, to mess with you know right. what I mean? Like in, right. in all these, in every kids' movie, they mess with the wrong house or whatever. Or like That's Sasquatch, like of yeah. yeah. like those like jackets. It was the first car too, so we like, we were gonna do it all night, you know? Yeah, yeah. We, we it was like the guy was waiting for us because he, he he's in he's in like this old sedan. He hits the brakes, puts the car in, in a park, yeah. jumps out, and oh he's at a full sprint after like five yards. He's at a full sprint heading in a direction. <laughs> now we are not in my we're nowhere near any of our houses we're in the middle of the neighborhood big neighborhood right we are literally running jumping fences okay we jumped the first fence it's a it's a wooden fence yeah you know one of the i don't know what you call it um the kind where on one side there's like a pointy top and you know on one side you can easily climb up because there's like the the support the support uh, beams or whatever right right okay but once you get to the top, you got to jump quick, jump high, because you got the little spiky things. Whatever. You sure. jump over the fence, and we're like, okay, that's it. No, the guy climbs up the fence.
1: Come on, man.
2: <laughs> no. How um, old are guy, you guys? He, we are 15-ish. And how old is he? 50-ish.
1: All right, so he's jumping the fence, ha- chasing you guys down.
2: Yeah, when we, we jumped over the fence, there's four of us, and we're like, phew, that was crazy. You know, we're all, like, starting to laugh. And then we see the fence, like, shaking, and the guy's, like, struggling to get over it, and he he jumps over it. And the guy's in overalls, and his hair's all over the place.
1: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) And then we said what you just said on the air a few seconds ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we started running again, and we outran him. But, I mean, he he, he chased after us, man.
1: Wow. My story's not as good as that. That one's pretty good. Anytime you get chased, like, the adrenaline's going, you always remember that. You You remember that feeling, right? Yeah, of being chased in that—that's cool. I don't—I don't, I don't have—I don't have a cool story like that. My story yeah. is my friend. We were—we had eggs in the car. There was five of us in the car. We had eggs. We were going to go throw them at you know each other's houses. I don't know what the heck we planned. Um, he ran a stop sign. The cop pulled us over, took all of our eggs, was gonna bring us, was gonna hand us all tickets for like I don't know disorderly contact, something like really ridiculous. But at the time my friend dated the mayor's daughter, everyone else had to do community service, and I just didn't show up. That, so you're like story.
2: the. See, so you had like a connection, kind of like that idiot Jets fan that hit the Patriots girl a couple weeks ago.
1: Well, wait, are you really comparing me to
2: that right now? <laughs> no. All right. I shouldn't go there. No. So you got off. But what I, did I they am... have To do community service. I go think guys. they
0: had
1: to. So her, her, her. her My friend's girlfriend's dad was the mayor, and I think they had a, like, you know, Halloween's right around voting time, so I think they had a stuff like, Republican or Democrat, I forget what he was. Whatever party he was, they had a stuff letters into people's mailboxes, and I just never showed up. Like, it wasn't like, they're like, where were you? You're going to get in trouble now, because this was in lieu of getting a ticket. I was like, all right, if the ticket comes, whatever. Never came. The cop, you know, he was just being local cops around here that they don't have a whole lot to do, so... When they do get something, they try to be, you know, a little bit of a. To really show their power. Really show their authority.
5: Yes, sir. So, Josh, so- you have any?
1: You have any good stories, Josh?
5: I got nothing fun on uh,
1: Halloween. What about a riot story from the last time the Red Sox won the World Series?
5: Uh I mean, I wasn't there last night, so I don't have anything good from last night. But oh four, oh seven, I was there for all those. All right,
1: flipping cars. Uh, no, no. Okay. I was just watching all the mayhem go down. I mean, watching it is just as fun, in my opinion.
5: No the best was the best thing I ever saw was I think 03 when uh, they won in the ALDS just to move on there was a guy standing on top of his car right next to Fenway with a taser just <laughs> just waving it at people trying to protect his car
2: <laughs> Oh jeez
5: that's good did he fire it No he kept
1: turning it on he waved it at a few people and he was just standing
2: right they on the roof up. of his
1: car That's pretty good Good stuff all right, we're going to wrap up this Halloween edition of Football Nation here in Week 9. Todd, do you have any closing thoughts before we take off?
2: Yeah, Bill, here's what, what you got to do. My closing thought is this. Run down to your local you know, grocery store, Red spend box, whatever. $5 yeah. on a couple bags of candy, no. and put it at your front door and have a little fun.
1: Here's the thing, dude. We get off air at six o'clock tonight. We have another radio show coming up after this. Then I do a live webcast at seven thirty with everyone from FFChamps.com. By the time that is over, it's eight fifteen. You know, there's there better be no more trick or treaters coming to my door because as soon as that game kicks off, I'm laying down on my couch or I might go to the cigar lounge tonight. I'm not sure yet if my friend's working, but I'm either I'm watching the game somewhere. And if my doorbell's ringing throughout our radio show or throughout my webcast tonight at, uh, at 7.30, I'm doing it. Those trick-or-treaters better stop at 8 o'clock because we're going to have problems.
2: Didn't you dress up as Bane last year from Batman?
1: Yeah, but I was a bouncer at my friend's Halloween party. so well, it was, put it was the
2: Bane break. costume on and answer the door like Bane.
1: No, that costume's like a whole thing. I have my brother's big bulletproof vest from the Army. It's like 45 pounds. I'm not doing that. The mask is like sweaty. I can't breathe out of it. No.
2: All right. Well, those were my closing thoughts, Bill. So I'm trying to get you into this Halloween spirit. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not I'm just, working. I'm,
1: no, it's not. Christmas time, Thanksgiving time, I'll be all in.
2: All right. Well, we'll do Thanksgiving and Christmas shows here on the show. So we'll, right. uh, then you'll be able to talk the talk and walk the walk. That's
1: what we're looking forward to. Uh, for Josh Deering, Todd DeVries, I want to thank all of our callers today, uh, all of our emailers. We had a lot of fun. Happy Halloween and best of luck in week nine.
0: Football, football, and more football at footballnation.com.